Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, we have the return of Fear the Walking Dead, which I'm sure everyone can't wait to hear Karen talk about. So, real estate, Quantum Leap, Loki, AHS Delicate, Invasion, and I believe Karen and I are going to talk about the fall of the House of Usher, which was amazing. And speaking of Karen, there she is. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Good. Yeah? Having a good week? It's only Tuesday. It shouldn't be that bad yet, right? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I mean good week since I spoke to you last. Um, busy, busy. Uh, so Jamie's going to be a couple minutes late, right? But I think only like two yes. minutes late. Yeah, I saw that. Um, not late enough that we can um, – uh, we'll just wait and do Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, uh, do you even follow any news about this franchise anymore? I follow I follow the text messages from you and Jamie. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> Jamie and good. I are you you logged off this show. Did you ever watch Fear? No. You never watched Fear, right? I did. Because you I loved, gave, I loved, you did watch Fear. You loved Fear. No, I loved Fear. Um, I loved season one. Yeah. I think I went season two, maybe. I stopped watching after right after um what's his face was presumed dead. Um, Nick, I think Morgan. No, no what's before Morgan came back? No, right? I see. No, I know. I, I, no, I still watched. I was still watching. Nick died. I saw that yeah. season. Okay. What's what season so, did, um, what season was it with, with the farm? Th- so, so that was season three was when they lived on the ranch. Broke Jaw Ranch, and right, so I. And Nick died. And Nick died. Nick died in season three, also, right? End of season three, or like part of season. Yeah, I forget when Charlie shot him. If it was season three or four. Yeah, so okay. It's so after I, they started, the I, ranch. Stopped, I stopped watching. I think four. Because they went to live at the stadium. I thought, and I, that I, might I have been season four. So I brought it up because this week they brought back an old old villain. So Lenny James. A.K. Morgan has left Fear the Walking Dead, and uh, in the se- this is the last half of the last season, and it was the return of do you remember Troy Otto, the psycho brother from the ranch. Um, Alicia was dating sort of like the less in the, the good brother, and Troy was like the crazy brother who basically causes everything to go wrong, and then he's kind of crazy, and he I think he tries to kill Nick, and and um, uh, in the end Madison like cracks him in the head with a hammer like four times and leaves him for dead. Guess what? Ten years later, he's alive and tracked her down. Uh, so he, I mean, he was kind of a good character and a good villain. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm going to talk to Jamie about it, but I don't know why um, the powers that be went back to that well here for the last several episodes. Like... Uh, and it was spoiled, so it was on the promo that you got. To, you saw Troy in the promo that he was back. 
and I, I really don't know what you it know, is with these showrunners. Huh? They do that shit all the damn time. I know. They do I don't that know what it is with, Why does AMC hate a good surprise? Like, that would have been a huge reveal, right? Um, and I don't know why the AMC marketing department needs to reveal every single surprise before it happens. It was kind of a – so it wasn't the big surprise it could have been, I think, for him to show up. Um, and yeah, you so, know, I, I hate that they they do that so much. I, so many shows do that now. You know, it's, like I talk about it all the time. I miss the days when you used to be excited. You know, you'd be watching something like, oh, my God. But now they tell you weeks in advance because they want you to, because they, they feel like it's like they don't have faith in their product. So they don't think you're going to watch unless they tell you about it. And I mean, the, usually they're not, they're it's not, not enough of a draw. It's, well, yeah, I mean, you guys are only watching fear to finish it out. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're not wrong. To but, that, not maybe but, that review, <laughs> but, 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 who who's watching? Who's gonna be like? Oh, I want to watch Fear because that guy from season two is in it. Like, who cares enough that they're gonna? That, that's that's not a right. draw, you know? Right. You're like you're not gonna return to the show because you're like, wow, that awesome character from like, years ago is back. Yeah. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hello. About that. I'm here. I was I was just uh, we were just getting wound up over AMC and Fear the Walking Dead. And how they had spoiled the return of Troy Otto in the promo. Um, yeah, they did. And, and how that could have been kind of like a really great reveal, but the AMC marketing department is anti-surprise. And yeah, and we've had this discussion before, so that's kind of yeah. Fun. But no, you're right. It would have been nice if they hadn't, but you know, what are you gonna do? Yep. But we yeah. can talk. About the episode itself, I guess. I just got to make sure. Yeah. I didn't do it. You guys have fun with that. All right. So sure. let's get into that. Um. So, how do you I like this one. week's episode? I, I mean, granted, look, I think it's great. This Strand and Madison are back together, but I have a lot of problems with the way they did it, and. I, not necessarily problems, but like I guess I just don't like the way they did it particularly. Like I get that Strand has reinvented himself and that he feels he's changed and all these things, but and that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. The fact that he will not, he pretends like he doesn't know Madison. I, I think it's yeah. kind of dumb because. Like, why couldn't he just say to her, I don't want them to know about my past? Like, how difficult is that to whisper to her in any of the multitude of times they're together? That irritated right. me. Because he's, like, brushing her off, and they're friends, and, yeah, that kind of made me mad. Um, the other thing, and, and I guess this, though, if it was your kid, maybe you'd feel the same, so I can't really say that. But I also don't understand, and I don't think we're, as, and I don't know, I don't have the answer, but... I assume as an audience, we're not supposed to buy it. I, I don't know why Madison automatically buys that, like, Troy killed Alicia or whatever. Because he could have found her arm anywhere. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't see how that proves anything. Well, be, well, because there's no way he would know it was her arm unless it was attached to her because he hasn't seen her for, like, ten years. Like, he would never know it was Alicia's arm unless it was attached to Alicia. Well, but that doesn't yeah. mean, still doesn't mean he killed he her. He could have just 
stolen her arm or a right, exactly. arm or something. Yeah. Or he could yeah. have found her and found it on her arm and took it off, like if he found her dead, too. Which, of course, right. doesn't mean she's necessarily alive. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't really, I don't know. It just seems to me that it's clear he's saying whatever he can to piss her off. Um, and I oh. get that he's kind of like, well, you took everything from me, so I'm going to take everything from you because, you know, this is what the villains in this show do. Um, I mean, he didn't, t- well, uh, so there's, I have issues there. You, you continue. Please continue. And I well, will pile, then I will I um, anyway. share some thoughts also. But um, I don't know. That, that's kind of how I got it. It's like a revenge thing. Um, but I, I don't necessarily believe everything he says to begin with. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was, like I said, I was glad that they were, that uh, Strand and Madison were together, but for so long he, like, wouldn't admit it. That it, and, and I feel like if she meant that much to him and, like, she was his friend and everything, it irritates me that he did that. Um, but, I mean, I get why he did it. I just think that they didn't have to take it on that long. Yeah. I thought this was a bad, a really bad episode, and I have a number of issues with this episode. And I um, – I I feel that Coleman Domingo is a fantastic actor, and I'm yes. sorry that he is shackled to this franchise. And Kim Dickens, like, I hope she's getting paid a lot for coming back after the way they treated her because it's not like they're giving her, like, award-winning material to work with here, right? Um, right. I think that – I'm sick of them giving Victor a personality transplant every season. Every uh, yeah, uh, he he has schizophrenia, or you know and, whatever. He has multiple personalities. Like, um, yeah, Vic, he's always changing the, his mind. Like the Victor Strand of the first three or four seasons was a really excellent. Three seasons was a really excellent character, and it was actually mm-hmm. the showrunner switch. Like the showrunners, okay, these guys are terrible showrunners and terrible writers. I'm sorry, or maybe they are good with other material, but not this material. But every season, good Victor, bad Victor, good Victor, bad Victor. Like Victor, like, uh, you know, he he's bad Victor at the ranch. Remember when he was on Ginny's ranch and he was on Ginny's side, and then he was like. Oh, elite. that's when he and Alicia first started hating each other and they're friends this, again. This is a new complaint. We've been, I mean, that's the problem. Know, it isn't like they just did it. We've been complaining about this. Last before. season, we watched Victor throw multiple people off a high-rise roof just because he was an asshole. Like, not really for good reason. And now yeah. he's like Mr. Family Man, right? And, like, I'm just not buying their storyline about this idea that Victor's seeking redemption for himself, and he's changed in the last five years. And he gives this big speech how, like, I didn't want to be that man anymore, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, he's getting the vegan treatment. Like, he was, like, he killed so many people on that, in that tower for, I wait, and now, now, yeah. oh, he's got a husband and a, um, and, like, I mean, you know, there is any redemption for that. And I also, yeah. also think you can't be redeemed if you can't admit what you've done out loud. Like, he, he kind of admits to Madison, he's like, I was a horrible guy, 
I don't want to, I've changed. I don't want to be that guy. I can't let anyone know. And like, if you can't tell the people you love the most, like, like his, his husband, whose name I forget, um, uh, is like, oh, just tell us what you did. We love you. We'll forgive you. Cause he thinks Victor's going to be like, oh, I shot a dog. Something that's like, like he has no idea what it's going to be, but Victor can't like, can you be redeemed if you can't say it? I don't know, right? But I don't feel like this show, that's this show. They're not, like, that deep. Um, well, I, what I was going to say also, is I could maybe buy that he's changed, but if he didn't change back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Yes, like yes, it's yes, Like, it doesn't mean yes. anything because he's done it so many times. And, yes, I know that's Victor, but it's not realistic no. the way they do it. Yeah, it's not Victor. Like, Victor was this chameleon who would say what he needed to say to, to survive, like, right? But they have mm-hmm. just made it, like, ridiculous that from episode to episode, you don't know, like, what split personality is going to emerge out of Victor. Um, I also, I can't, can you explain to me why it was necessary for them to be German tourists and everybody would, like, be still speaking German 15 years later? I like, don't know. That's a good question <laughs> that I don't have an answer to. Um, yeah, because it's not like they're in, and it's not like with you know Daryl where they're in another country. I I don't know. I I, like thought, I thought maybe maybe to, they... to let him. Um, maybe maybe he wanted to be able to do an accent for the show. I don't know. No, but yeah, it, it like I, re- I actually read some articles about this, and they and the showrunners like we thought it'd be great if they were German tourists who were still who were trapped here, and so that's why they all still speak German. And I'm like, I mean, I get that some people would speak German, but. They do encounter other humans in the last 15, you know, it's a place where they like invite, it's like this beautiful community that there's not one speck of dirt. There's total electricity everywhere, which I just have to accept now in The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, that they have lights and yeah. gourmet food or whatever. Yeah. Um, and and they, they let all these new people in, all, like they're like, yeah, let's let Madison in. They let everyone in all the time. And yet they like, like all speak with German accents even. Like they, like, they, they speak English. Like, I just, okay. I I just don't get it. Like, I don't see the, like, like the reason I don't see it. the story point there. Like, they did it just for a gimmick, it felt like. And you're right. Particularly after we just watched a whole season that had, like, tons of French, it feels, like, desperately unoriginal because yeah. Walking Dead got there first, right? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, I, don't I mean, imagine they would, it, it, they would decide whether Madison can't like needs oxygen or not because she runs that's, around and yeah. she's perfectly fine and then she can't breathe and then she well, runs around awesome. and she's perfectly fine and then she can't I mean I know to some extent they can't do the show and have that like all the time but it's like I would well, almost because, rather them like find a reason she doesn't need it anymore even if it doesn't make sense than to continually like act like she forgot she needed the oxygen they should never have done it in the first place. It's so dumb that she like survived this fire and she has to breathe through. The, it's just it, it defies. Like why not any just give her an asthma inhaler or something like that? I can buy a little bit more no, because what? at least I don't have to keep seeing it like that. Well, because then because there don't have to be like oxygen tanks littered across the entire like state south of the southern part of the United States for her to find every five feet when she needs one. I feel yeah. like making her need the oxygen. Was a it's on the little you know Robert Kirkman like in the Walking Dead comic book Rick loses his hand and Kirkman mm-hmm. has said that is one thing he regrets about the comic that if he had to write it again he wouldn't have had Rick lose his hand 
And I feel like these guys, every episode must be continuity. People are like, shit, we wish you never did that because now we've got to dump an oxygen tank in the swamp for her to find, right? Um, I guess that's true. But I kind of feel like I'd rather them just drop it. Yeah, just and drop have it. the problem <laughs> yeah. of us not believing yeah. and, and wondering what happened to going yeah. back and forth. Because yeah. to me, the back yeah. and forth is more noticeable than if they just yeah. drop yeah. it. But, yeah, so yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, they kind of put themselves in a hole. But yeah. it, it's the way they do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I mean, also in terms of other personality transplants, like da- like Daniel's recovery from dementia is, is, is 100% complete, right? He's now the leader mm-hmm. of a gang of gun-toting desperados or whatever they are. Um, and they're not desperados because they're not in Texas anymore. I'm... But, like, Daniel's fully recovered from, like, like they're just... Apparently. So, Unless so they decide they need him to again later. It appears there's been a time jump since the last episode that we watched, right? Like another time jump since the last time we saw Madison. She, yeah, like, I don't think they outright say it, but I would assume so. It seems like it. There seems like she's now building a community. Like everybody on the show always wants to build. Victor wanted to build a community in the tower. Someone wanted to build. Madison wanted to build a community in the uh, in the stadium. Uh, everybody's always wanting to build a place, right? Uh, and that's the storyline, and it does seem like there's been a gap, and Madison's trying to, I guess, redeem herself also. Um, it, you know, in terms of being – this feels to me also – bringing Troy back, do you remember how, like, in the very end of, like, Walking Dead, they were introducing, like, a they, like we felt like they introduced the Commonwealth as the big bad, like, maybe too late in the game for it really to – to feel that yeah. urgency in the last episodes. That's definitely yeah. true with Troy. Like, we're getting a new big bad for the last six episodes. A guy we haven't seen, they literally haven't seen for at least ten years, is the new big bad for the last well, like, six episodes. He's a repeat I, bad. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, but, uh, yeah. Like, I like as AJ, you know, says, nobody who abandoned the show already is going to come back just because of Troy. It's an Easter egg for those. It's a. It's something for those of us who've stuck with it, which is everyone, because nobody new is watching this show, right? Um, but I feel like, like okay, well, I hated the Padre storyline because it wasn't well executed. Could they have worked it out to last six more? Could they have done a better storyline to take us through the whole season and not have to introduce a new villain in the last six episodes? Which asked, he's introduced tonight. And he has to, he has to, in four weeks, has to be peaking as the, right? Um, and it's, and it's another person that, like, that they just wander around and bump into each other. And he's literally like, yeah, I wandered around Mexico for, like, years and years. And then I, like, came around here and I heard Madison's voice on the radio. And so I knew I had to come here because of what she took from me, which is totally untrue. She didn't take anything from him. He brought it all on himself. He was the main yeah, antagonist of the ranch. Wasn't he? I was trying he's to remember. Complete, he's completely psychotic. That's what I thought, yeah. You know, I... I and he's but, the reason the whole ranch burned down. He's the reason his whole family was... Yeah. Like, Madison... Okay, it is true that Madison and her kids showed up and were like, this place is great. And then we're like... And they pulled a rick on them and were like, we better try to take it over, right? Like, Madison did. Yes, and then she tried to kill him. That part's not untrue. But, but he, he was. But he needed not. He needed killing. But yeah, and so Madison he, was. And, and that was actually a really good storyline about the resources at the ranch and trying to yeah. do what's best for her children. And um, 
And now, you know, what we're getting is a vengeance plot that, okay, apparently, you know, he, he somehow he survived getting bashed in the head with a giant hammer three times um, and and spent 10 years, like, being angry, and now he's come after Madison. Uh, I don't know. And, you know, again, we can't pick it apart too much. Like, why didn't they just shoot him? Like, why didn't they just shoot him? Like, Daniel and Sherry had all the guns. And they were like, holy yeah. crap, it's Troy Otto, who, who also, there was a bunch of other, didn't Troy say to Daniel something like, what I did to your daughter, like, don't make me do what I did to your daughter? He had nothing to do, he didn't kill Ophelia. Ophelia got bit by a walker. I think he said what Strand did, I, I, I think. And I don't know I mean, if nobody killed him, just that he, didn't he, like, know that she was dead and not tell him or something like that? No, she got bit. They saw the bite. They knew she was going to die. I think maybe Daniel wasn't with them when it happened, but when with all this ruckus at the ranch, she got bit by a walker. Yeah, but I died from a walker bite. Thing where like Strand knew and for a while. Oh, I remember. Wasn't it that Strand told him at the whole bri- the um the bridge, the dam, like that he said oh, that, that she was alive. Where she was, and he like yeah. got him to follow him and do what he wanted in order to show to get him to okay, feel that, that it was that is fun. not. That is not what anyone did to your daughter. She got bitten by a right. walker. No, you're right. You're totally right. Um, but yeah, but I don't think he said what I did. I think he said what I think I thought he said what Strand did. But you're right. Either well, way, it's still his fault. Nobody either. did anything. It's still. It's like these writers right. never watched the earlier seasons. Like they don't <laughs> no. know what happened, right? Like it's just annoying to watch this and be like, that's not Here's what happened. The, the thing though that I just want to comment on. You said about bringing him back at the end and. It's kind of like an Easter egg type. This is the end of the show. Um, just want to say, and and I guess they sort of did to some extent did this in the original show too, I guess. But I think that they're trying to kind of bring things back together and wrap them up. And just if you're annoyed by that, you'll probably be annoyed again. That's all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure. How to say without spoiling what I say, but. I, I kind of got that feeling through, and, and gra- I've only seen one more, granted, so it's not like I'm like boring yeah. or anything. But I, I get kind of get the feeling that they're going to do that more. You know what I mean? Like because it's the end, and they want to. I don't know. If, I don't know if the point is, is like you said to bring in Easter eggs, is it to tie up loose ends? I, I don't know, but it, it definitely feels like that. But I, mean, I don't know. I, to I me, mean, I would have Troy, seen a different kind of reunion. Me too. I would have rather Auto, have Strand be Strand. Yes, I'd rather have Strand be Strand. This, like, new Strand kind of thing, like, the personality yeah. transplant of Strand, once again, is irritating. And if he's going to... I mean, he could have changed, but he doesn't have to be acting the way he is. Like, it's too much. Well, look, I, I, like, could he have regrets? I, I, I mean... Okay, yeah, he's like a mini. Like a he, he's like a mini Negan. He's like Negan, but not as like not like not as I bad. Mean, I guess not as bad as Negan. Although he did, I mean, he did throw multiple people off the roof and like go to war. And, I mean, he's a bad dude, right? He's and now he's like, <laughs> and now he's like, oh, I regret it. Oh, I, you know, and I can't. I mean, I, you're well, so right. That I mean, there's so a lot of times with all these shows, they're like, you know, they deserve a second chance or whatever. But yeah. the problem is Strand hasn't has had like five or six or you know chances. He keeps yeah. changing, and I think that's yeah. the, the biggest but, point. I was but, really excited to see 
I was just going to say I was I was excited yeah. to see the reunion, and, and I guess it's just like I, I'm let down the way it yes. went because it could have been yep. good. Like I really was looking yeah. forward to that. Was the one thing I was looking forward to because we knew well. We don't know for sure. I'm assuming. I have no clue. But we're assuming that Alicia and her mother are not going to have the reunion that everybody wanted. So it was like, well, at least they were going to have the two of them, you know, be to get, you know, be friends or whatever again. And I, I just feel like it was such a missed opportunity yeah. that they screwed yeah. up. I mean, I think there, there was the one really good moment was when, when Strand hugs like behind closed doors, he he hugs Madison with tears in his eyes because they were best friends. Yeah, right? that part was good. Um, but why not just like, um, say to her then? I don't want them to know who I am. Like it, they could have done it with one line. Yes. Um, he would have understood. There's also the part where there's also the part where in ten years, like he never tells the love of his life. Listen, I did a bunch of bad shit. Um, and his partner's like, everyone's done bad shit. And he's like, no, I did like some really bad. Like, like, I don't know. Like, he didn't have that, that could have happened also, right? He could have. Um, yeah, so I agree with you. I would like to see Madison and Strand, if they're going to be reunited for the back of the, of the the last part of the show, I would like to see maybe a different kind of reunion. I agree with you. And have that done differently. I'd like to see a different evil. I would have liked, after the way Padre was built up since, like, season seven, I maybe would have liked to see that story arc just play out better over the last couple of years and and not have to have this Instead of them trying to add another thing just because it's another back half. Coda. Yeah. Yeah. They don't. We uh, don't need. Before we go, I want to point out one thing uh, about the the. Did you? You might not have noticed it. I didn't notice. I later read about it that they recycled footage that they have used in previous shows. For um, what? Okay, so there are scenes no, at Victor's at Victor's like German. Uh, I was going to say chalet, but that's French, but his German, like, hotel that they live in or whatever. Listen, let me finish. Okay, so there, you know they show scenes where they're cooking, there are people in a kitchen, and it's a beautiful, and they're, they're carrying produce, they're cooking food, they're cooking an omelet, and then, um, and then the dinner is served to Victor and his family at the table. Uh, do you remember that part? There's like a montage. There's like a little montage of I'm scenes of people working. Some in... of it was flashbacks. I'm trying to remember. No, no. Yes, let me, let me, let me, let me tell. Well, okay. So, you know, because there's a scene where they're eating dinner, which is like when, like, Madison, they, they have an argument and, right, uh, at yeah. dinner about, like, what to do or whatever. And there had been, there was like a little montage of scenes of people, like, to show, like, how great their life is here and there, there's people cooking and whatever. Okay. It's recycled. It's recycled shots of. Uh, do you remember when Alicia got? They went to. Teddy had his un, people that lived underground in the like, bunker. They yeah. had made this whole world of the bunker people that recycled dead people into like uh, soil to remember. They would like recycling yeah. dead people. That is that is it's totally the same footage and I I saw it because Eric Kane from Forbes did a video on YouTube and he showed the footage side by side from the season seven episode in, in he showed the two scenes side in an on split screen and they were on like right next to each other and it's exactly they they've like just cut in the, but it's like, not supposed to be from that right you're saying it's supposed to be from no, his new look no. Yeah, they substitute, like, like I don't know if their budget doesn't allow them to shoot scenes, and they're like, let's just recycle this old footage, and our audience is too stupid to notice, which I was. I didn't notice, because why would I? Yeah, I didn't notice that, right? 
And apparently people online, supposedly there are other shots that were also recycled, which I did not delve down the rabbit hole enough. The only thing I should say, and I don't know, but if this is the case, I could maybe forgive it, is maybe like they had to do reshoots and like it happened like after the strike or something and they couldn't go back to do them. So that's why they recycled them. Like if that was the case, I could understand it. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I didn't notice it. I don't. I can't. Think it I can't think of a show that's ever recycled footage that was not flashback, right? Like, like right. it was. I guess they did just, it like zombies or something. It wouldn't matter. But do it of that. It would, still, it would still matter. Like you're recycling footage, not for the purpose of. I mean, you know, that's like film school, this is a network production. This is not yeah. film school where you can't afford to shoot another shot. So let, like, because it, it really wasn't necessary. Why would you do a reshoot of a background shot with no dialogue of people making dinner? And actually it was pointed out, so this is just a little side, if you're watching closely, what they're making in those scenes is omelets. And when they serve the dinner, it's fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's kind of a, a big flip up, but no, I did not pay it, enough it attention to their dinner to notice it. It's a big flip up or not a good sign for the budget or something. Right? Couldn't you just cut that and run an extra 20 seconds of commercial? All AMC does is run commercials anyway, right? Yeah. I mean, did we really need to see that at all? They could have just, I agree, like that wasn't necessarily something that was even important. They couldn't. They could have just cut it out. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, you're right. That doesn't seem like that would be something that needed reshot unless they forgot to get it or something. But you're right. Like, it wasn't even necessary. Yeah. It was just filler. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, kind of terrible. Kind of like, you know, I mean, we're here because we're going to complete it and go for the next, like, this is the worst train wreck of the entire franchise, and we're here for it. Right? <laughs> we're sticking with fear till the end. Um, oh, I do want to say one thing, though. At the very end, I don't know if it was the very last scene over from the promo where Madison says, I'm going to go find Alicia. And I'm like, okay, he just told you that your daughter is a zombie wandering Mexico, but of course on Fear the Walking Dead it's possible. Like, how many people have what? tracked down? We already had a storyline. I thought she meant uh-huh. she was going to find her walker. Yes, she's going to find the walker and put her down. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can find You're in, like, Georgia. You can find we know one that walker. everybody's within 50 feet of each other. Here we have this discussion and every week. That's why I laugh about it because you but say this. Plus, you don't have to. You can find everybody. Yes, plus, no, Jamie, I agree. We already had this exact storyline when Alicia was trying to find the senator zombie. Remember the senator who supposedly yep. set up Padre? And she was searching for yep. his zombie, and then she found him and was using him like a bloodhound to lead her to, right? Remember that? Like, we saw that. Yeah, well, I think, I don't know. I, I just more took it that, like, she wants to, like, bury her type of thing. Yes, so but it, it's ridiculous. Really, but to think that it's, she'd be able to find her, you're right, it is ridiculous. But yeah. um, but somehow she will because know, it's fear the walking They cross the country in a couple of days and meet up all the time. So yeah, the people they know. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think she'll find her. I agree. Let's just say, let's just make a prediction right out there. I do not believe that Alicia Debman Carey is making a surprise appearance in the finale, and I that I believe that certainly would have leaked if it had been shot or if it had happened. And I don't I agree. She, her agent would let her within a thousand miles of the show now that she got off it. Yeah, I I don't know. I wouldn't think so. I would more than that. I just think we would like it would have been leaked. Yeah, I, I agree with that that statement. But yeah, I have no clue. Yeah. 
I was not provided one right. episode to even know the answer to that. But uh, okay, but no, good. I, I don't know. I would agree. I don't think she's coming back. I mean, I would like her to come back. I would like there to be a reunion between them. I just kind of gave up hope on that a long time ago. Um, yeah. Because I think they said show. that she's not. I mean, I, I think she said she's not. Maybe I'm wrong, but I remember vaguely reading something at some point where somebody, like, confirmed she wasn't, I thought. but Yeah. No, I'm sure she's not. I don't know. Uh... All I can say is that... It, it, and we say this a lot too, is that a lot of the show's unbalanced because it's like it's got really good acting, really good production values, but then the well, script. Yeah. Well, and it, I it's know. like it makes I don't know. Like sometimes, and I've said this before, a lot of times, like I watch it, and some of it I can watch as like I don't want, I don't want, to, say, I don't, I don't want to say it the wrong way, but like you can watch it and get like the 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 action and everything out of it and not take it too seriously. And it can be okay because the acting's really good. But if you put much it's thought not, at all into it, it everything yeah. falls apart. And we, we say this the, all the time. I mean, this is not the, new discussion. The, the acting is not good across the board. Some of it is good. And no, the writing is the and the writing is action. terrible. The writing yeah. is terrible. And I don't know how and an actor can't do their best work with crap like that to work with. Um, I don't know. I mean, I want to like it. I do. But yeah. sometimes, especially with this version, like I said, I enjoyed Daryl Dixon. But fear yeah. has gone yeah. downhill a long time ago. Yes. And and so. I got to say, I, I can't compliment the production values on a show that recycles season seven footage and no, expects us to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we're on the stream till the bitter end. So, we'll, <laughs> we'll be here. We'll be here for it. What the plan is. Mhm. Mhm. righty. All right. What else do we watch that AJ doesn't? Surreal. No, he watches Surreal Estate. Surreal right? Estate. No, he doesn't watch Surreal Estate. Every week he says, "Okay, why do you keep saying I watch it?" I don't know. I don't know. Um. This was the episode about the woman that hung um, herself. The woman that hung herself, yeah, in the house. And it was sort of like a Agatha Christie, like, whodunit kind of a thing, where they could only – she kidnapped the homeowner. The ghost kidnapped the homeowner, which I didn't even know that could happen. Um, and they had to solve the mystery of her murder in order for the ghost to release this guy back to the real world. Um, yeah. It, I mean, it was okay. What was really interesting about it, I thought, was – the rest of the, like, the background storyline of Luke continuing to be a total jerk to Susan all the time and, like, that dynamic was pretty good, I thought. Like, yeah. I'm kind of enjoying that. Dy- I mean, I'm not enjoying seeing me a jerk, but I kind of am, right? Yeah. I mean, it's character building. But but at the same time, you don't yeah. want you to be a nasty to her. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean... I think this one was okay. I thought it was kind of interesting how you how you find out in the end like she wasn't even really murdered. I mean, not really. Yeah, it was. An I, accident. I mean, yeah. I think at a certain point you kind of probably guessed that that he was like part of it. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, it was also sad though. I mean, it was pretty sad, pretty tragic. But what had happened, um, you know. So I don't know for for the whatever you want to call it the A story or whatever it, it was okay, and I thought um, I can't think of his name I'm so bad anymore at remembering anybody's name, but um, 
the guy that uh, was has been in a lot of the sci-fi shows, but I, I it's sticking out that remind, I'm remembering him from that um, werewolf show. I can't think of his name. Um, the werewolf like redhead show. guy. I can't think of his name. He plays the uh, the one son in here. Oh yeah, yeah. He, that, he plays he plays he uh, really Nathaniel. I mean, he was he was bad, but I mean, he was good at being bad guy or being the nasty guy. I liked him in this. I thought he did, and I I feel bad. I can't. I can't think yeah. right now, and I um, my my eye infection. I can't really see the screen. I'm trying to read it and look and find his well, name. And he had that like. He had that long hair, which sort of made him look a little bit different. You know, he was wearing that sort of longish kind of bob like he had. Um, uh, but him and, um, flirting with her was really funny, too. Like, with Susan that he really liked, so that was funny. I thought yeah, it was Yeah, yeah. He, was, he but, was pretty, I mean, yeah, I, I liked his character, and he, he was a little bit of, like, a red herring, right? Yeah. Um, he was uh um yeah he and he was a little he was like a he was like a creeper kind of like um with you know the way he was uh with susan he's like can i smell your hair like he was super yeah. creepy and it kind of said uh you know i i did enjoy the way um everybody was like oh he totally did it right like they like so every yeah. in every scene the team had was convinced it was a different person who did it. They're like, oh, it was totally like her her assistant, the secretary. It was totally the husband. It was totally, you know, they were sort yeah, of like it was going like through it. it. Kind of like a, a um, and I guess a Christie type. Yeah, um, yeah, it was like an Agatha Christie Patrick type Garrow. deal. Is that the right? I think that's him. I'm looking at the names in this person's recap. I found. I think that is who it is. Let me double check before I say that. Well, I already said it, but. Um, so wasn't his name Nathaniel in it? Was yes, that the character's yes. name? Yeah, Patrick Garrow. Okay. Patrick yeah, Garrow, Nathaniel, yeah. Nathaniel, yeah. Um, he was, was in tons of stuff. And I, yeah, I'm sorry, in, I, I mean, can't he was remember people's names. <laughs> he's but, been in yeah, a lot of stuff. I mean, I think in terms yeah. of like, I mean, he's been that guy who's not he's usually the, like the bad guy or wouldn't the nasty maybe like guy. a huge star but he's like uh, he's like one of, he's like he's like oh that guy he was this character in that show he was this character in that show he did you know one episode of this three episodes of that he was big in killjoys actually he did a long run on killjoys yeah yeah um he was in, it says he was in 12 monkeys too i'm trying to look, i'm trying to find trying to read <laughs> get my eyes to be blurry trying to read because it's driving me nuts and i can't think of the name of that show that i'm like that werewolf show and that is so bad I covered that damn show, but my brain is just does not work. Girl, not Teen Wolf. It's, no, it was on Sci Fi with 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 the credit description. descriptions. It was based on a book. Of, I'm awful. People I don't, forgive me. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but anyway, um, it was with the girl that come to Smallville. Um, yeah, I don't. Long, uh, long girl. I don't know. If I find it, I'll. I'll It'll come. It'll, It'll come. Drunk. It'll come. Um. Anyway. Uh. No. Um, yeah. Bitten. That was it. Bitten. bitten. Yeah. He was in Bitten. He was in Bitten. Um, for whatever reason, the one that stuck out to me was Bitten. Yeah. He was in okay. a bunch of stuff. He's done. He's done a bunch. Anyway, he was really good. I thought he was good as yeah. a creeper. You know, I. I can't remember I, people's I, names. You know. I mean, a lot of the, so we learned that Zoe had passed her real estate license exam. She kind of like, she kind of set Tim up, right? Zoe says, yeah. oh, 
gosh, oh, Luke, if I got my license, would you hire me? And he's like, yeah, I would hire you. And she's like, oh, guess what? I got my license today. And he's like, oh, yeah. um, all right, we'll have to work on it. Yeah, he um, kind of couldn't say no at that point. Yeah. But, you know, other but the, those, the rest of the gang kind of took a back seat while Susan, I mean, Susan's really getting, like, her, her possessed, it's not just her smart speaker, her not Alexa that's possessed. It's like the whole house really is haunted probably, right? Yeah, that would be my guess. And it's communicating, like, through the speaker and, like, how it, you know when she overslept and her alarm was accidentally set for 6.15 p.m.? I mean, it's obviously the house did that on purpose, right? Yeah, um, I, I think I think it's going to come to a point where she's trapped in the house and can't get out, and the house like locks her in, and she's a prisoner and has to be saved by the team, maybe. Yeah, well, I guess my guess coming to something. I mean, it's gonna... yeah. I don't know if you've seen more episodes and you know where that's going to go, but that's that's my theory right now, as of this week, that she's going to become locked in the house somehow, um, or. Mm-hmm. Um, unable to, or, you know, just today I saw the episode of Buffy where the fraternity house is, like, haunted, and um, did you ever watch Buffy? No. There's this episode where, like, she and Riley, she and Riley are having sex, and it, like, causes the house to, like, the poltergeist to, like, I don't know, go crazy. It's a terrible, terrible episode, actually. Um, But it got me thinking about surreal estate and, like, the house being haunted. Um... But, yeah, to me, the highlight kind of is this, like, Susan – like, Susan finally called Luke out this week, right? Like, she says to him, I don't know the exact words. I don't recall the exact dialogue. But she says something like, look, I'm really sorry that, like, you lost your powers and you're having a hard time dealing with it, but stop being a jerk to everyone. No. Yep. Right? No, yeah, I agree. Um, like, I, I enjoyed that. I, and I, I'm glad, like, she did it. I, I, I think it is – within Susan's character to do that? Like, it's not Susan's character to wait and bear that for more yeah. and more episodes, right? Yeah, she's not um, someone who would just let him continue to do it over and over again. Um, yeah. I do and like kind of with, with and that. I, also, I also don't want to watch 10 episodes of that, so of, of this, like, passive-aggressive yeah, thing Luke has going on, right? So Yeah, I miss, um, I miss the nice Luke. I mean, it's good and it works for the story, but I do I do miss yeah. the nice loop too. Yeah. Um, and I hope it, that they yeah. eventually, um, you know, resolve I, that. I think, and I'm sure event, they will eventually. I think it's not I, just the thing with the powers. I mean, I do think that he he regrets the loss of his powers and he's jealous that she came not jealous, envious. You know that she came into her powers and that she's living her like her life has gotten so much better as his has gotten worse. But I think right. it's also there's just a thing where and, and like I think he's threatened by her as a competent professional who was able to run his business without him. I think previously yeah. he was like the front man and like and now he feels okay. like he's not needed. Yeah. yeah, and, like, mm-hmm. I love Augie and Father Phil and Zoe, but they're not exactly, like, the people who would be able to front this organization and keep the company going and, like, deal with the clients and stuff, right? They're definitely, right. like, Augie and Father And, and he, so that allowed him to be, like, the main guy, and Susan has really took his, stepped into his place very easily. I think you're right. He's not needed, and that's bothering him, and I think he's threatened by her, and like the way like a man can sometimes be like, and, and so I don't want to say things about all men, 
And I don't want to yeah. necessarily say that this is 100% Luke, but the way a professional man can be threatened by a woman who can do his job or does his job as well or better. She might do his job better than him, actually, right? Yeah. Like, without the powers, without the powers, is he really, like, she says, she's like, she's like, you don't have your powers, you're not that good at this job. Like, she says to him, like, without your powers, you're just another guy, so let me try. Yeah, and she was good at her job before she got her powers, so she knows what yeah, she Yeah, she doing. was. Hyper-competent, right? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I was just going to say, my uh, the new one's on tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to have George Olson interview up before then. I had hoped to have it up sooner, but with my eye and everything, I haven't been able to. But um, yeah. I'm hoping that should be up tomorrow. Yeah. So cool. That's That'd really be great. Good interview yeah that's awesome yes we talked about a lot of stuff as i said before yeah all right cool. well i guess that's it for that okay Can we move on to, to what else quantum, leap. Loki? <clears throat> quantum leap okay quantum leap now this quantum is leap. the ufo one right yeah this yes. is sort of like the project blue book yeah. episode i very much like this episode well, I knew you would because it was X-Files, yeah, but it was also but, good. <laughs> but no, but it was good. I liked the way they did it. I thought it was it was cool, and um, I liked it. I mean, obviously, Quantum Leap is always different time periods, but I liked the time that they set it in. Like, it fit really well with the way they did it. Yeah. Um, they said it, I think they said it was 1946, right, or something like that, that it was set in. Um, like they mentioned yeah, what year it is. Um, uh, it's like a joke that was a reference or something to Area 51. I can't remember. It's been a while. Well, yeah, at, the the episode, at the end of the episode. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought yeah. there was something. That was yeah, yeah, he, he suggests he suggests they go to the desert. Like, <laughs> I believe yeah. it's called Area 51. Yeah. He says, like, there's an abandoned, like, military base in such and such county or whatever. You should, like, go to it. Place. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I, I thought it. AJ, how'd you like it? We've been talking a lot. How'd I liked like it, it a lot. I thought it, I thought it was a really good episode. I think part of, you know, again, another episode that was, even though he had Addison, she wasn't, it wasn't too much Addison, and she wasn't always helpful. And he went against a lot of what she was saying. She's like, this is what you need to do. And he's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> so I thought that was fun. It's always worked. Um, and we got, a, yeah. we got a, a question answered. She's been with Tom for eight months. Yeah, so. which is not very I long. Like, um, the other thing yeah. I want to say, and they did this with that um, Halloween possession episode. They did the same type of thing. I like how they were able to do it where, like, it. they were able to do something and make it seem like it was more you know, sci-fi, I mean, not that this show isn't sci-fi to begin with, you know, but like they, they worked it around that you thought things were going on and then like they had with him getting drugged and everything. So like it, it made sense in the end that they would think maybe it was aliens and that. So I thought it was cool. Uh, it was overall a pretty good episode. Yeah. Uh, so I'm curious uh, I... to see if they're going to have guest stars every week. Did you recognize Hannah? K- uh, Karen? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I I recognize the other girl also, right? Um, uh, what was the girl who was in the car accident whose arm was broken? Um, she also 
looked like hella familiar to me. Um, well, her name was uh, uh, yeah, I don't remember. Eliza Taylor, I, I Eliza Taylor, Taylor, right? Yeah, yeah, Eliza, Eliza Taylor, Taylor played, Hannah. played Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was Clark um, on the hundred? Yeah, yeah, the hundred. Yeah, it was great to yeah. Um, uh, which you know, um, to have Eliza Taylor in that role, um, makes you wonder like is there more to that character like than just being like a not not even the a guest star right like she wasn't even really like the girl I, who was in the, I mean she right i was getting the same vibe like i like especially cuz they had that little that little flirty yeah. banter between them i think she'll be back I, I have a feeling that he's going to leap into her life again like could, he could leap into her life, or could she be a leaper? I don't think she's a leaper X, but the way we had a leaper no, X last season, so you. No, but I'm saying the way they were able to find yeah. a way to have the same character, the same person appear again and again, right? Um, yeah. Like I don't think she's a leaper X, um, but I think yeah, I think you don't cast Eliza Taylor like. And not at least be the number one guest star. I mean, she was because she's the most famous, but she she didn't have the most scenes. She didn't have the most dialogue, right? Um, it was girl from the car accident who had like the most scenes. Um, right. Whose name is? I gotta look up her name because while she looks so familiar to me, I um I don't I couldn't place her right away. Um, I don't have to look her up. Um, I, what else am I going to say here? Uh, I, so AJ, I kind of like, I, I also really noticed what AJ was saying, and I know that you also, Jamie, noticed it, but um, the way yeah. that Ben was with Addison, uh, I really enjoyed um, the way he pushed back with her, the way he was starting to ignore her and listen to her. And I, I really loved the scene where she says, Ben, you're making all kinds of decisions you would have, would not have made three years ago. And he goes, Oh, you mean three days ago? Like yeah. reminding us, right? <laughs> like not he's not different. And he yeah. didn't have to act like, different either. That wouldn't make sense if he did. So. Ben is different. It's because what he saw in the future with Ian, not because of what, because it's been three years without Addison. Right. For him, he has not been without Addison, right? Yeah. Yeah, to him, she was Um, there. Yeah. Um, So, I I mean, that was great. I think we're all, like, you know, enjoying – we're all looking forward – we've been talking about looking forward to um, seeing Ben without having so much assistance from the, the home team. So much, I think. Um, so I'm trying to think what else is there to um, – what else happened to this? I mean, it was pretty – it was kind of pretty straight. Pretty cut forward. dry. Yeah. Pretty cut dry. Not like a ton happened that was really um, a huge well, development. It's still pretty early in the season. Yeah. Yeah, it was still pretty early in the season for the stuff to be going on. Um, I, I'd like to see if Ben doesn't want to – be like to have more people accompany him on a leap besides just Addison or as AJ really wants to see him be on his own some more without anybody yeah. Um, yeah. to rely on would be nice. 
Um, and see what happens with Addison. I mean, so if she's only been with Tom eight months, like, I don't know. To me, I still was kind of wondering, could she actually be married to him? And it still hasn't come out yet. But eight months makes it harder to believe. Like, if they've been together a year, I'd be like, maybe they were married. Eight months means she married him, like, you know, no more than seven months after they got together. That doesn't seem yeah. like a thing. Addison's not that person. No. Addison's just not a person to take that kind of leap, right? Yeah. No pun intended. But a boyfriend of eight months, like... I was just going to say, I, I, I was just going to say, no, that's Ben's job. But, I mean, I can think of at least six or eight guys that I dated for, like, six months, and that was sort of the expiration date. Like, eight months is not really that long to be with someone, and then the the love of your life comes back to life, right? Like, and, and that's kind of what I was saying last week, that, like, I have a problem with this, because I feel like she would not have fallen out of love with him, that she could just, like, leave it away. Well, it's been three it years. I mean, it's been three years, right? But yeah, but it was whether all- it's been no matter how many years to him or to her, he was dead. And I feel right. like even though it had been for years, like you don't quit loving somebody. And I mean, not that you don't, and that he can't love or she can't love the new guy. I'm not saying she can't, but like I don't think she was with him long enough that I feel like she would still be like this person who was my person that I was, you know, deeply in love with. Like she wouldn't give that up. I feel like it wasn't. She wasn't with this new guy long enough to do that. That's what I, I feel like. That's yeah. just me. I, I mean, you are not, you know, anything. I, I I know. Ben was declared dead after two years, but maybe after one year, you start to think maybe he's dead. Like, it doesn't mean that she wasn't, like, disengaging a little bit before the two years. I mean, it does okay. mean that she got together with Tom only, like, four months after after Ben was dead, right? Like, she did, once they had the declaration that he was dead, she moved on. But two years, yeah. I mean, two years, somebody being dead? Like, you know, people are already married after two years? So, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I think, I would think I'm not saying it wasn't enough time for her to be with a new person. I'm saying she's not with Tom long enough to not reexamine her commitment to Tom. Right, yeah. like she's been with Tom a short amount of time that I think it, she would reconsider. She would at least at oh, least it's think about. It, it's something that's going to happen, I'm sure, as we progress through the season. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because because they're meant to be. Like I don't know whether you and I really feel that that Ben and Addison are meant to be, but within the universe of the show, Ben and Addison are meant to be. Right. Yeah. Right. They want us to think that, so. Yeah. That's what they told us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Um, all right. Pretty cut and dry episode. All right. What do we all think about Loki? It was a miss, man. I love this show, and this was the really? this was the worst episode yet. I really did not enjoy this episode. I really I didn't involve. I actually agree with you. I think my biggest problem with it was Miss Minute more than anything. I was just gonna yeah, say. I know. It, I know. It, I, I'm actually kind of surprised by Jamie, but I was gonna say I already know why Karen has an issue because she was bitching about Miss Minutes last week. I was bitching about Miss Minutes last week, and it does bother me for Miss Minutes to be like this major player kind of thing. But I also. Um, 
it's not the only thing I didn't like. Um, I also, I didn't like the overall storyline um, of this week's episode. Like the whole like Chicago, I didn't like really anything that I saw happening in Chicago. Um, and I didn't enjoy Jonathan, uh, what's his name, Jonathan uh, Majors? Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. I didn't enjoy his portrayal of he who remains or whatever his name is. I didn't enjoy the way he, the way he played that character. And I, I guess I felt that his voice and his mannerisms, uh, which maybe is the actor's creation or maybe his direction, his his costume, his like everything about him, like was a little too cartoony and distracting. And I'm saying that within a show that everyone is cartoony and there's a character who's an actual cartoon. And yet I found his portrayal cartoony and distracting. Is it just me? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I see what you, what you're saying. And I kind of agree with it. Like that he was too, he was meant to be kind of like this nervous, you know, unsure of himself scientist. And it didn't really fit with, I guess, what I expected that he would have been then. Like, obviously, he's changed, and, and this is a variant. But, yeah, I kind of agree. I he's a variant, like yeah. Went. Um, I, I do kind of feel like this episode overall was a mess. There was too much going on, but not in a good way. Like, I, we said how, the, I think it was last one, whatever one it was, when I was saying there was all the stuff that was the premiere. And there was all the stuff going on. Like, it, it worked. And it was, like, quick moving, but it, it flowed. This just seems like it was, like, a bunch of junk, I don't know, kind of all together. It didn't really, to me, like, it was too many different story things going on the way they merged it, if that makes sense. I don't know. Like, the whole chase thing and them going in and finding, um, you know, looking for her and everything. I don't know. Just It just didn't work for me. See, I liked it. <laughs> I, uh, all right. The chase make, your, make your case. I, I, I don't have a case. I just enjoyed it. I don't, I just, I don't know. Explain, I like. Explain to us what you liked. Explain to us how you're feeling. I, you I, know, I, I really, I really like the chase scene. I don't know. I just, I I kind of. It's actually funny because I guess the stuff you guys didn't like is what I did like. I liked the cut, the very silly and whimsical nature of everything. The only thing that kind of a little bit, I was kind of like, what the hell? Was when Miss um, Minutes was talking to Victor Timely and she's like. She's like, I could have been your girl, and she like puts her face her face on the mannequin, and I was like, Whoa, what? Yeah. We, where did we just go? <laughs> that was- yeah, that's sort of that yeah. a little. I think that anybody that watched this that didn't watch the show though would have been like, What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, right. It was um, so whack. Yeah, no, I I I kind of enjoyed the whimsical nature of it and everything, and it's actually really funny because like um, I wasn't expecting Sylvie to show up. So when Sylvie showed up and she's like, I'm going to kill him and everything, I'm thinking, I'm like, come on, Sylvie, have you not been in this game long enough to know you can't kill him? He cannot die. He cannot die until you kill him. He cannot die until you kill him at the end of time. That's when you can kill him. But I like how they kind of present the irony, though. I was going to say, I did like how they kind of, and, and they didn't outright say it, but like whenever Sylvie was there towards the end when she wanted to kill him, that like it, it, it's showing the the irony where he's like, you know, I'm not going to be this person. It's this is not who I am. It's my choice. 
And it's like she's so much about free will, but yet she's already condemned him to do something he hasn't done yet. So I like that juxtaposition. That I did enjoy. I just don't know that the whole episode fit, came together quite for me. And the, and the, the cartoon thing was a little too much with, with Miss Minutes. I think that's what irritated me the most. Yeah, like... Uh, yeah, Miss Minutes is a little. I mean, I still love the show. I just, it's probably one of my. I mean, I like this. My one of yeah, my favorites. And this bit about it, it might be, it might be getting a little overly convoluted and require some simplification. Like the whole bit yeah. with the loom and needing his aura. Like I do like that that they've got to fix the time loom and everything's going on back at the TVA. Um, but like chasing Ravana. She's with Timely. What's her plan? What's Miss Minutes' plan? Like, it, it, there's a lot going on right now. Sylvie's kind of back right? Like, Sylvie wasn't even the main. As AJ says, you expect her to jump in. Um, I was kind of glad she jumped in. That scene was making me kind of mad where, like, Ravana is like, I'm going to kill him with this ray gun. It, I'm going to kill Mr. Timely. <laughs> You have to leave. And, and, and I'm like, Loki, Loki's standing there, and he's got the Loki glow. The magic is glowing in his hands. And I'm like, oh, come yeah, on, I did Loki. Like he kept using his magic. Well, I, was, I didn't like seeing a restrained Loki. Like, I felt like Loki could easily do his ma- – like, why is Loki holding back? Loki never holds back. Loki doesn't really care about consequences. I don't really believe he's that reformed. And I think he could easily have beaten her. I don't think she's faster with that gun than Loki is with magic. He can make you see. And then, like, and then obviously it was obvious because it was to let Sylvie bust in and, and have the day yeah. and have her have her speech, right? But I was like, come yeah. on, Loki, what are you doing? Why are you holding back? What What is with this Loki? And then I got it. Yeah. Um, one thing, uh, though, we had, we had a chicken or egg moment um, because – the book. Um, well, yeah, because she gives yeah she when she gives him the oh yeah yeah the TVA booklet as a kid I was like okay we have a chicken or egg moment here because the TVA was written after he, he created it, it yeah. but he's getting so he he's creating it based on the TVA manual yeah so that that TVA book yeah. that's like uh that that's that's like the uh, the compass. The infamous compass yeah. lost. It would be a paradox, except that it's a different timeline, a different timeline, different universe. Yeah. Right? Like, it was but is it? will have the multiverse so they can kind of budget. Like, if you have the time to be a different timeline, but. But they didn't specify that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. They didn't really say where they, where or when they were. Well, no, it's, it's in some there. it's in some version, but um, yeah. To I mean to if you if I went back in time and if I wrote a book right now and back in time and gave it to myself so I could like, become a genius become, and become right. who I am that that's like a time loop that shouldn't really right. But right. she's gone through a time door to another like she's gone into a branch. She's created a branch. Yeah. Um, um, what oh, I'm trying true. to, so let me, let me ask you this then is, is Miss Minute's whole reason for going through this whole thing simply because she wanted him as a boyfriend? That's the part I have a problem with. 
I think. Like, I get it, but I don't know. Like, that was such a big, like, story plot line. I guess, I don't know. It's hard to say because she's programming. You know, it's, it's like she's programming, but she's a sentient program. Yeah, because she's so like the why she's the why she's doing all this is because that's her job is to ensure that like he gave her a mission before he died before Sylvie killed him. You but, know, like if I you know if I, if I die. That's what I question because it seemed like it was more she did it because she wanted to do it, not because he told her well, to. Like, that that was a lie. I wasn't sure. I thought that part of that was her saying that 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 wasn't necessarily what he did. It was just she wanted him to be with her. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, it, it's, it it's is twofold. Like, on the one hand, she's, you know, programmed to, to do all this. On the other hand, it, it's selfish. <laughs> like, yeah. I wanted to be his girlfriend, even though I'm an animated <laughs> thing. Well, the other is what yeah. is with him not wanting to collaborate with anybody? Like as soon as um, Brent Slayer says, yeah. like I, I'm curious where that stems from and what that's supposed to mean. Because as soon as she says, we'll you know, that they'll be partners, he flips out, um, which is what what caused it. But I don't know. Like I said, it's not that it was it was a bad episode or I didn't like it. I still love the show. I just, it was not my favorite, and it did not come together right for me, and some of the stuff annoyed me. It looked cool, though. I liked them going to the fair. I think we said that last week. I liked how like, they were at the fair. Oh, and and they I did a good remember. job with the fair, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was 43 because um, I just remembered uh, Morbius saying, um, you know, trying to figure out why they were there then. He goes, well, the Chicago Fire was in 41. And then I remember thinking that, you know, the fire was two years before, so they were in 43. No, the, yeah. the Chicago World Fair is in 1893. The World Fair is in 1893. They w- were back in, like, 60-something 60, 60 when, when he was a child, right? Um, but the Chicago World Fair, the Chicago Exposition was 1893. That's where they are when they're with him as an adult. When they're with him as a child, right? That's, it, yeah, it, yeah. That's that's what I meant. That's what I meant was that it was the first time they went back was 1843. Uh, yeah. The fire was like 1841. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. trust it. Yeah. I don't keep it straight. But I was gonna say, you know, you keep saying Morbius instead of Mobius. That's from the I other Morbius. Marvel show. No, you. Yeah, keep believe me, Morbius. I said. I definitely said Mobius. In... You might have heard Morbius, but I definitely said Mobius because. Morbius I don't know, because really I thought bad. you did it more than once. Maybe it's the way you say it then, but I don't know. To me, it sounds like you just You just slipped and said Morbius, but usually say Mobius. It doesn't matter. Too. I was just saying, you know. It doesn't matter. Morbius, or Mobius. See, that's yeah. what me doing. You know. I was just, didn't know if maybe Morbius, Morbius is the other guy, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. the main part. Anyway, yeah, it just didn't work for me. Uh, I'm glad it worked for AJ and probably a lot of other viewers, but for me and Jamie, just kind of didn't work. I, I this got I yeah. Timely was too distracting for me. Yeah. So anyhow, um, and while it was kind of like a big chase around town, I don't know if it really advanced. I mean, Ravana and Miss Minutes advanced, but I'm not sure that like Loki and the TVA like that storyline. Hopefully, will 
get a little more. And still, I'd like to see Sylvia. I really like, I really like, yeah. well, I'm never really a shipper, and I don't want this to just be a romance. I do like Loki and Sylvia. The two actors have scenes together. Yeah, I like, like their scenes part together. Of it. Yeah. 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 And we've said before, though, it does make sense that the person he likes the most is himself, basically. Well, yeah. I think that is is interesting. But, yeah, Yeah. I'd like to see more Sylvie. I I agree. This was just like a chase. And with a show that doesn't have tons of episodes, I don't know that a lot of it was necessary. I agree with you. Yeah. That seemed to it for me. I don't know. Maybe next year when I rewatch the whole thing and I binge it, maybe it'll fit in better for me. <laughs> yeah. Because it felt, it, you know, it felt like an hour that I'm like, do I need this? I'm only getting six hours or eight hours, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyhow, all right. What else we got? Um, AHS. That's that's it for Jamie. What? Yeah, I was just saying that's it for Jamie. That be it for me. All right. All right. Anything else? Anything? Any announcements or anything going on? I'm trying to think. No, I think uh, I had. Um, I, I did just do a thing for um, a new animation series on Netflix called Blue Eyed Sam- Blue Eye Samurai. I actually did enjoy. I didn't expect to. It wasn't really my type of show, but I I liked it a lot because I ended up I watched all eight of them in one day. So wow. I yeah, it was good. Uh, but that, like I said, that's a cartoon. It's not really something I normally would have expected to even enjoy, but I really did. Netflix did has a lot. Is it an American show or is it like an anime or? It's. Uh, I thought it was anime. They corrected me. It's not anime. It takes place in Japan, but um, as far as I can tell from what they said, I mean, it was made for here. It wasn't like a it's you know it's an American or whatever program. Yeah. I mean, they were definitely not. Um, you know, so, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I really liked it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, I think, I think everything else I, I mentioned before, um, some of it just, I got to, I got to get up. Like I said, I'm, I'm a bit behind because I'm, I'm having trouble seeing with my eye because I have a bad eye infection that's gotten worse. I had to get oh, the doctor. Oh, sorry to hear that. that. New, Thank you. I got. I thought it was okay. It was just like a sty in my eye, but it turned into an infection. I had to get different eye drops, and it's a pain in the butt. But um, but on the plus oh, side, I, I go up about my foot this week, and I might get my I might get my boot off. So there's maybe one good thing. But uh, oh, yeah. sorry about that. But all right. All right. So, well, you guys have fun, and I will talk to you next week. All right. Okay. Talk to you later, okay. Jamie. Yep. Have a good night, Bye, guys. Jamie. Bye-bye. Have fun. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Um, all right. How about Invasion? What do we got? We got Invasion and AHS, right? How about Invasion? Oh, and... How about we, we just get... Let's, yeah, let's get AHS out of the way. Let's just get it over with. Really? Well, pull um, the Band-Aid off. All right. Uh... So some surprising things happened in the first, even in just the first half of the episode. I was like, wait, what? Uh, what did you think? How did you enjoy this? I think after I, somewhat enjoying last, last week's episode, they said, okay, let's get rid of all the guest stars and, and just go back to the same crap we've had 
Um, I mean, some things have come together at least now. It makes a little sense. Like we yeah. start in Manhattan of 87, who is yeah. the version of the Same weird doctor. old lady that's been trying to warn her. Yeah. Um, and the same doctor. Um, we, yeah. Um, and he's in on it because the goat la- the four goat ladies were there. Um, and the we now sister. know who the other yeah. two. Yeah. Um, Siobhan is definitely one of the goat ladies, without a doubt. There's no doubt in my mind she's a goat lady. And I mean, she just um, turned, yeah. And I was just going to say, and Dex's ex, she, ex-wife, she's a goat lady. So she didn't really die. So that means that yeah. this new person that looks like her is her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think um, what the whole thing with Siobhan is, I think she went to that fertility group that, that like, you know, I think she went there looking yeah. for an incubator. I think that's her uh, so part in all this. I, yeah. I, I mean, so that word wasn't going to jump into my head, but, yeah, I was going to say she was, like, looking for victims <laughs> or she was looking for, right? Um, I mean, so Siobhan, like, has taken kind of a left turn character-wise. Like, so for starters, she's really cold with Anna in the first half, right? When, you know, when Anna comes to the office and, first of all, she runs into that, like, girl who's her rival who's nominated against her right um and Siobhan's really like kind of cold with her and is like oh get over it stop being a baby she's my client don't you ever speak bad about a client of mine um and, and she really you know shuts that down and then I was kind of surprised to see her having dinner with Hamish like it was one thing when we saw her having sex with Hamish but see her having dinner with Hamish I was like now, wait a minute, what's going on there? At first, yeah. I was like, um, uh, but, you know, through the course of their conversation, you learn more about how she's using him. Like, he's like, oh, you gave me a script, yeah. and I don't know where it came from, and you told me to put my name on it, and you told me to cast Anna. Like, it, it becomes clear that Siobhan has, like, engineered Anna's rise to attention yeah. she's, and she's using Hamish. And so I think you're right that all that is like pointing to her as a goat sister. Yeah. Can I call them the goat sisters? That's what I want to call them, the goat sisters. Uh, sure, goat, goat um, sisters are fine. That works for me. Uh, so I feel like she's, I think you're right. She's a goat. You know, I wonder if she might turn out to be like the head goat sister. I don't know. Like, it turns out that, like, Dex's, you're right, Dex's ex-wife was a goat sister, and she, and, and she, so when Mrs. Preach, like, I was surprised that we, when we first saw Dex's mom go down the alley, and she sees that barking dog and all, I was kind of surprised because, like, wait a minute, we have only seen the supernatural from Anna's perspective, which allows us to wonder if it's a hallucination. Are we going to see another character, like, have that hallucination? What's going on? It didn't really happen that way, but it turned out Mrs. Preach, she spills the beans when she's like, oh, your whole family's in trouble because, like, the, the, the goat sister left to marry Dex, right? Like, that's the story that Dex's wife was a goat sister yeah. and she, like, broke away from the 
flock, herd, <laughs> to marry him. <laughs> I think we have more fun trying uh, to find ways to describe this show than the actual show. And so... Oh, but yeah, that's a good way to put it. Do you feel like... Like, they're really trying to punish Dex and Anna's an innocent bystander? Um, that's an excellent question. I hadn't really thought about it. But that's an interesting way to look at it. I don't know, right? I mean, Anna's like... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Anna yeah, just kind of, I mean, Anna kind of went along with it herself. Like she went in the, she did go into the creepy basement and let the goat ladies inseminate her, right? Yeah, well. Uh, sort of. I mean, maybe she was hallucinating or maybe she was not. I don't know. Um, but I, I don't really know. Uh, but overall, it was kind of boring. Like, like, so we just have a lot of stuff that happened, but it all happens in like a couple of two to three minute chunks, and the rest of it is just sort of like a lot of like, I don't know, like it, it just seems like they take a long time to get to these three or four important points, right? Yeah, there's a lot of fluff in between. There is, right? Like, when her hair is falling out and, like, the little voodoo doll has her hair bloody falling out, yeah. like, like okay, that's a little creepy, but what really is it, you know? Like, like do we really, I mean, I don't know. It, like, that's the second time we've seen her hair falling out, and yet her hair always looks perfect. Like, can we see the bald spot <laughs> in needing a wig? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, will she be bald next week, I hope, because her hair keeps falling out in huge bloody clumps in her hand. I mean, maybe it's a hallucination, right? Maybe it's not really happening. You know, and that's the thing. Like, they they play so fast and loose with what's a hallucination, what's real. Um, Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's all real. I don't think any of her stuff is a hallucination. I think it's all them messing with her. Yeah. I think that's what we were supposed to think at first, and then... I was supposed to think at first. Like, I... Like, yeah. is it not that I ever did. Is it not? I don't know. Uh, and it, it's a little, like... I, like, that works really well in a lot of shows, but it doesn't necessarily work. It's not really working so much. It's getting a little old, right? Especially when it yeah. appears to be kind of establish that it's not hallucination. Like, it, it's established now that there are goat ladies walking around. Um, and, uh, I mean, so the hallucination part is a little... Um, so, do you think the housekeeper's a goat sister? I mean, she's a goat sister. Uh, no. I don't know what's up with her. Or you think she's, like, a familiar? Because she has a baby. I'm not really sure... There's something... Actually, we've never seen her baby. She says she has a baby. Yeah. There's something... There's some, definitely something with her. I'm not sure what it is yet because she's like... When she sees... um, What's her face? Um, the, 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 the goat sister that's in love with Dex. Um, the artist, her, Sonia? She's like, wow. She, 
Sonia, is that her name? Okay, sure, why not? The artist so, when she sees Sonia, she's like, she looks so much like an old friend of mine. And she's like, um, Anna's like, Adeline? I think that's, I think that's his wife's name was Adeline. Or Adeline's your wife, like yeah. That. Yeah. And she's like, who's that? You know? So I don't really, I'm not sure we haven't got, we haven't gotten the reveal on this one yet. No, because she also, I mean, she seems to have known Sonia, right? Like, she's like, I don't know Sonia. And she's like, well, you, uh, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, there's more to her, but I, I like, I don't know how much I care, right? Care? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know how much I really care about that. So, anyhow, yeah, it's a little, I mean, we're going to keep watching it, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, I also, like, while I like Emma Roberts, like, I I don't really like Anna. Like, I'm having a hard time really caring about Anna. She's a little bit of a wet dish rag, (laughs) personality-wise, right? (laughs) Wet dish rag, I like it. And, like, I'm having a hard time feeling I'm not worried about her. I'm not scared for her. I'm not so sympathetic with her. I'm like, you're kind of a whiner, and then you let the goat ladies, like, inseminate you with Yeah, no, I agree. I'm kind of just like, I'm just kind of like, she's she's there. She's like our our trip through everything. Yeah. Like, when I watched Asylum, I was really worried about Sarah Paulson every week. Like, not really, I mean, I didn't spend seven days being like, what's going to happen next week? But, like, you really cared about her and worried about her, right? Or when you, yeah. uh, when we watched um, other seasons, like, the one with all of the um, witches, Coven, like, you kind of, like, really were concerned about what was going to happen to these women. Um, and, uh, like, I'm really, like, worried about, uh, like, Emma's just, uh, like, like, uh, like, when I talk about being, not only is she, like, a wet dish rag, but she never speaks up for herself in any of these questionable medical procedures, or in, well, she does finally speak up and throw out the therapist, at least, right? When the therapist is, like, (laughs) massaging her from the inside. (laughs) in her house, like, that, every part of that was disturbing. Um, and she did at least stand up for herself in this one moment. But in general, she's a, yeah, I, I don't really, like... You know, it, even even when she stood up for herself to against Siobhan, when she was like, hey, how can you possibly, like, let my, comp- my literally direct competition, I, you know, she, she immediately turns back into a coward. You know, Siobhan's like, yeah. you know, gives her the fucking riot act. She's like, okay. And just, here, drink your mysterious red liquid. That's ridiculous. Who lets your publicist, like, randomly hand you, like, stuff well, to she's drink? She's also her best friend. While... I know. but And you're pregnant, though, right? <laughs> like, <just> saying. <laughs> right? And you're pregnant. I mean, I mean, Anna was kind of wrong. Like, many agents and publicists represent um multiple actors who might compete against each other in a in a category right? yeah like, me, but this is, this is like new but this this is a little different she is newly acquired you know what i mean yeah oh yeah like she took her like, on after 
Yeah. Yeah. Also, they're best friend. Also, they're best friends. It's not just like yeah. your agent. It's your like best friend agent. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, you're kind of right there. Um, so, yeah. So, do you think? Do you think Dex is a goat brother? Or, no, I don't think so. No. I think Dex is just no. a jerk, right? No, I think I think I think Dex is actually innocent in all this. Um, oh, you know what yeah. I did enjoy though, when um, when he finally was like, "Of course, I think you're crazy. I don't like everything you say is ludicrous." <laughs> He's like, "But I do. But I love you, which is why I'm trying not to tell you you're crazy." <laughs> I know. I thought was a very actually. I thought that was a great scene because it's it was it was realistic. You know what I mean? Like, you don't always tell the ones you love exactly what you're thinking. So it was, it was, yeah, I mean it was good on it, both it, sides because right right up before he said that, I was really enjoying Anna being like, just admit you don't believe me. Like he's like, oh I'm sure your therapist. She's like the therapist was feeling me up. Stop. Like why can you never believe? Right. Like I really liked her yeah. standing up to him, and then I kind of liked him standing up to her. Like you're right, it was a believable argument. It was a believable yeah. fight. And then he's like, yeah, but I love you. It was, I mean, maybe they cleared the air a little bit. Maybe they didn't. Uh, she's kind of right. Like, I don't know. I mean, to be fair, all her the stuff she's been saying is kind of fucking ludicrous. <laughs> but they're unaware it of is, the old lady, so. Yeah, it is ludicrous. Um, I, I mean, he's not... He's not wrong, but he's also not supportive or helpful, right? Like, if you thought your wife, for a guy who thinks his wife might be going crazy, he's not maybe taking the right steps to, I don't know, help her or, uh, uh, yeah. Of course, they follow that up with the scene of her in the basement. So maybe, like, she is fucking crazy, right? Like, maybe, like, maybe he's. He's not wrong. Like, she watches the Golden Globes in the basement with her, like, in her demon baby nursery, right? Yeah. Uh, like, she's, yeah. Uh, anyway, we've talked about it longer than we probably paid attention to it while we were watching it because we both yeah. actually didn't like the episode, right? Yeah. We really... We we both really thought this was kind of boring, as every week kind of is, right? Um, so, anyway, I guess we can move along with it. See what happens. Because um, it didn't really end. I mean, it is kind of, it, as usual, it ends, it's sort of like gross in the end, right? Like, in the, like, it, it is the end when she's coughing shit up, Right. Is it coughing up blood and yeah. stuff at the end? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and there's like she's coughing up like teeth or something at the end, right? I don't really know what that was. At first, I thought it was screws that she was coughing up, and then I was like, oh, is it a tooth? She's but it always ends on. You know, that's what that's what I thought too at first. That was a screw. Yeah, or, or something along the like no a screw. That's what it looked like. It looked yeah, like, I thought like it was a screw or something. But I was like, why would she have, right? Like, I didn't really, like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this show, but it's not, like, in a good way. 
that I don't know what's going on with the show. Um, anyhow, uh, moving right along here. Yeah, well, we got uh, Invasion. Okay. We got Invasion. Yeah. So, episode nine, second to last episode, um, big kind of developments happening. There were some things I un- – it was unusual that there was some stuff I kind of didn't like about this episode. Um, but I liked a lot of it also. Like, the story is really – you said last week that you felt like the storylines were coming together, and that really was yeah. happening this week also. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we got so our answer. Like Remember last week? Remember, remember last week when I thought that the kids um, were talking about Mitski, and you thought they were talking about Luke? It was Mitski. <laughs> they don't even know about I Luke. I still yet. think it's. I still think it's Luke. I still think it's Luke. No, they no they they flat out said that it was Mitski. No, no, the whole, they did. That whole conversation. No, like they didn't call her by name. No. they didn't call her. They didn't call her by name, but. No, I don't agree. While Casper. While Casper and Misky have seen each other, I believe the other children, the voice they're hearing, still is Luke. I still think Luke is the missing child. I think it's a kid, and I think it's Luke. But I don't know. You think it's Misky? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was more. I thought they kind of made it a little clearer this week. Because Maybe I, I don't think. I don't think Miss Misky has the kind of sort of psychic connection that the kids do. Mitzi only has it when she goes into the chamber with the alien. She didn't have any of, like, those kind of experiences until she went in the chamber, right? Yeah, but is Luke or having... The kids, you know, he, maybe, maybe he hasn't said anything. I mean, Luke can talk to aliens. Luke can talk to aliens. That's established, right? And it's not so the star, because it was... <laughs> only in the chamber, only in the presence. I know, I know right? I know. Like, and and she hasn't been encountered by one on the street for sure, right? Um, she hasn't, you know, um, encountered them the way that Casper and Luke have, like out in the wild. Um, but I think, I think, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I I still think it's Luke. I think that the the voice, when the kids say there's another one out there, I just think there's something about children. We've seen Luke have multiple. There's just too much going on with Luke for it to not be him. If it's not Luke, then what is Luke's deal? Why did Luke not get a nosebleed on the first day? And why can he talk to aliens? Well, no, I mean, Luke is still, uh, Luke, I feel like Luke's still important important and it's going to work, you know, and work its way into it. But, um, I think Luke might be a wild card that they don't see coming, maybe. All right. Well, I mean, that's okay. I like when we don't necessarily agree because, you know, we get to then see what happens. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I do I do enjoy that. Um, but, yeah, I still think uh, – so I think that – because Casper's on, like, a whole different level than these kids are, right? Um, yeah. He's, like, the most – connected I don't see the most powerful he's the most connected for some reason I mean because of his epilepsy his seizure whatever it is his seizure disorder that he already had before this probably Um, I didn't so there was some stuff you know the mystery storyline while it's important and a lot of action happens 
it sometimes bothers me. You know, I've complained a little bit about her, like, one true love, greatest yeah. love of all time, blah, blah. I just love when she's out there in the woods and there are glowing leaves and plants and she's like, it's all connected and, you know, all that. And I felt like, okay, if the spaceship is growing into the jungle and cause like, why are there not 1,000 scientists out here, like, trying to, like, did, did Mitski discover the roots under there, or are they just not being studied? Or should I assume that some other piece of the roots are being studied and just not this particular piece? Because that whole bit where I, she's like, and then she grabs the I root think, and, like, goes into the vision. I, I think right? Mitski figured out that they're, they're, uh, it's, they're basically connected through the vines and the roots and everything. That's how the hive mind works. But so why is the hive mind connecting to plants and stuff like that? Because plants are everywhere. So we talked about this a little bit in terms of like the last of us, right? Like, you know, how didn't we talk about this last week, how in the last of us or two weeks ago, how in the last of us, like the, the mycobacteria is like all connected underneath. And so the zombies are kind of connected, right? Like that's the kind of thing that's going on. Um, I don't know. It just felt a little like, I don't know. I guess it felt a little underexplained, a little underutilized and a little bit in there as like a mystical prop for mosquito, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess she could have gotten the same effect just by, like, inside the ship, right? Like, also, it, like, I guess inside the ship is able to do all this also, right? The ship is basically like a giant brain. Yeah, but it was, it was so pretty looking. It was pretty looking. It was pretty looking. She just bothers me sometimes, that's all. Um, uh... That's all. She was focused on eyes. I mean, it was a it was a good development. So, how'd you, so, what'd you think of that? So, I mean, I'm jumping right to the end, but in the end, she and Casper both go connect in different ways. I'm not really sure how Casper connects. Like, Mitski had to touch the glowing roots in order to be connected, but Casper just like when he's like, "I'm going back in," he just goes to sleep. Or they induce yeah. a well, he's part, seizure or something, and he connects, right? I mean, through, yeah, he connects because he's part of the – him and those other kids, they're all part of the hive mind. They have, like, Casper some psychic connections somehow, right? Yeah. And I don't mean psychic like being a psychic. I mean psychic like of the no, mind I know what you somehow, mean. right? They just have, like, a psychic yeah. ability. Um, Misky has to, like, be touching it. She doesn't share their ability – Maybe because she's an right. adult, it seems to be only kids that have it naturally, maybe, right? Yeah. Um, and then they're in this sort of glowing blue labyrinth, which turns out, in the end, Casper's like, I know what it is, it's the mothership, right? But yeah. really only their minds, their minds are in the mothership, they're physically where they are. Right. But it's kind of cool, I thought it was kind of cool. I feel like there's another shoe to drop there. Like, I feel like maybe it wasn't as mind-blowing as I should have felt it was. There's always I know, I had seen it before. This was the, the second show. time I watched it. 
This was the second time I had watched it. How did uh, you feel? Was it to just blow you away? Um, nothing about this show has really blown me away. Um, yeah. I mean, I it's, it's, it, everything's very intriguing, but there hasn't really been any oh my god moments. It's not really that type of show. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. I mean, it's too slow um, to be like. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. I, I tell you, my most, my favorite thing about everything though, is we start the show. We were in what five different places. I mean, all right. So you had Cass and the kids, and you had Mitski, and you had Travante, and we have. Well, this is amazing. Um, um, Luke, yeah, Anisha and the family. So you've got four or five different like parts of the world we're in. They have no connections whatsoever. I like the fact that they're connecting now, and in a way that makes sense. It's not just like they're going to connect because we say they are. Like a lot of shows, like Falling Sky. Falling Sky always comes to mind. Um, Yeah. Or, or, or apparently Fear the Walking Dead or any of the Walking Dead. People just run into each other, you know. Um, you know, this, it, it all makes sense, you know. Casper and Mitski because of, you know, what they're going through right now. And, you know, Sarah was taken to the base in Iowa. Is that where we are? Iowa? Uh, Oklahoma. You know, um Oh, oh, Oklahoma. Okay, wherever we are. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Trevante was led there because of Casper's drawing. So it all, it makes sense. It's not just like, oh, we just happen to all go to the same place just randomly by accident. And there's a reason for yeah. all of it. And I think, and I think, um, now the kids are in Paris. Mitski's in Brazil. So, so I'm not sure if everybody's going to end up in Oklahoma. Um, yeah. I see some way, something, some, I, I don't know how long, how it would happen or how long it would take. Um, but because of Luke, because he seems to be, that we know of right now, he's the only kid that's not there with the other kids that are all um, connected. Yeah. So it would make sense if somehow, some way they all end up in Oklahoma because of Luke being there maybe. Um, I yeah. don't know how it plays out, but but at least it all makes sense, and it's not yeah. just thrown together. So, I mean, the writing on this show is great. I mean, they really took their oh, time yeah. to make sure that the connections yeah. made sense. Yeah. So, um, so. I really enjoyed the Oklahoma storyline. Um, yes. I I enjoyed um, I enjoyed the. Um, the way that's all coming together. I enjoyed the action, right? I really enjoyed, like, um, uh, I mean, I enjoyed all parts of that. And I I really, um, there was a part, so when they're having, like, the firefight, and Trevante's like, look, I was a sniper, give me the gun, you guys run. When Anisha is running through the base by herself, and she sees Sarah, like, up ahead down the hallway, and the camera does this thing where we're behind Anisha, and when she sees Sarah, it, it sort of goes to slow motion, and the camera slowly pans around from behind to Anisha's face. 
and we have this law. Like, I thought that was amazing. I actually looked up the name of the director, yeah. who is a director named Matthias Herndl, who I'm not familiar with, who is also a cinematographer. And I was like, wow, I, I really, uh, that's when I noticed how much I enjoyed the way this whole thing was directed. I loved when Anisha has Sarah by the, she runs out of the, like, the, she runs up the stairs and out into the sunlight, and there's, like, ten soldiers who are, like, step away from the child. yeah. I kind of didn't expect that to happen. I kind of thought she no, was going to get away with Sarah. Right? Um, I thought it was great. And it ends there. We don't see what happens next, which I felt yeah. like if I knew Anisha, she's going to be like, look, you want my kid, you're going to have to kill me right here. Like, there's no way she's going to step away from, from Sarah, right? Yeah. By the way, did you catch her calling to Sarah in Farsi? Like, there was some subtitle where yes. when she sees Sarah... Yep. And I was yeah. like, oh, she said Farsi was going to save our lives, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I, like, that That. That whole part has become great. And I – so you mentioned – we mentioned, like, is Luke going to be brought in with these other kids? And are they going to be connected? And I feel like, you know, with Luke being in Oklahoma, Luke – Luke's not, like, they can all, Luke doesn't hear these other kids, but, like, I just, so, I have seen the first line. I have, I have, what, the crater? Are you going to see the crater? Well, yeah, I mean, the whole thing with the crater, I mean, yeah, yeah, there's connections there, too. But I was just thinking, when Luke meets Trevante, and if Luke sees the notebook, he might be like, how, how do you have, you know what I mean? Like, there might be a connection there. Oh, Yeah. He might, like, say, like, oh, I've seen some of this in my dreams, or I know what this means, or it might just, right? Or, um, I mean, Luke's not known to have these kind of dreams, but maybe he doesn't remember them or something. Um, And then there's the crater, and there was this part, like, in the beginning where the president of the world, the WDC, she's talking to Maya, and she says, like, oh, we had all these earthquakes last episode, (laughs) and all these, there are all these epicenters. Oh, look, all the epicenters are in the non-alien areas. Like, there's parts of the world that are invaded and parts that aren't invaded, and we don't know why, right? And the president says, like, oh, all, there, all these epicenters are in non-alien areas. And then she admire, like, holy shit, that means the alien, they're not non-alien areas. The aliens are there. We just don't know, right? And, like, lo and behold, yeah, because there's a freaking crater that no one told you about in Oklahoma, right? And probably multiple crate that makes there's probably multiple craters around the world, right? It's probably not the only crater. Possibly. Right. That possibly. I, you're right. Not probably, but possibly. It's not the only crater. Um, and the alien, whatever they're up to, I don't know. I still kind of feel like it's going to turn out that these are not like vicious conquering aliens, like a la Independence Day. That these are aliens. Yeah, oh no, that... I don't think so either because they're not. They're not acting that way. You know what I mean? Like this isn't. I I feel like this isn't and one of those like lately I keep seeing you know all these things where like humans are dumb they're gonna destroy themselves anyway we're just gonna help them along, um <laughs> you know. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like. This is a more of a situation of them not. It's it's funny. I mean, because you know, for them to be, 
you know, to have these ships and to have this hive mind, I mean, you'd think they're pretty intelligent, but it almost seems like they're not... I wouldn't be surprised if it turns out that, I know what you're you know, saying. I know what you're whoever, saying. whoever, they're, that, that, you know, they get to a point where they're like, oh, we're hurting you? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, you know, I was going to say, it's like maybe they don't understand. Yeah. Right? Um, because, like, if they're a hive mind, if one soldier, what do they call them, the attack aliens, the hunter-killer aliens, like, if one of them gets killed, it's not really like, is its mind still connected? Well, it doesn't even have a mind. But if an alien gets killed, does it even get killed? Is its mind still connected? Or if you're a hive mind, is it like, is it like one Borg dying doesn't really affect the Borg? Or is it like me losing one finger or one hair of my head? It doesn't really affect me. And maybe they think they don't think that the humans are not. They don't understand the concept of, like, independent right. individuals who are, when they're gone, they're gone. Like, maybe yeah. they don't get that. It could turn out to be that, and it's up to Mitski and Casper to make them understand. Something along those lines, yeah. Um, next season, right? Uh, maybe that's kind of it. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like what, was, more... that was, what was this episode? This was episode... This was nine. nine? I think there's only one more. So that means, oh, I so, think this was yeah, not... so the finale is next week. Next week's the finale, this week. and this is this show is not moving towards a ending. This show is moving towards a third season. No, if they get it, right? <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Do we know if it's yeah, renewed? Show. I don't think Apple don't makes those it. kind of announcements. <laughs> I don't think Apple's that kind you, of a. You just operation. you just look and see if it's still there. Right. Yeah. Well, that's like not one true, day it we know shows that, up on that, Apple TV. That's not that's that's not that's not true because we got, we got the announcement about Silo. Yeah. Um, we did. So here here's a um, Simon Kinberg reveals plans for Invasion season three and Invasion season four. So his plans, okay. but they're not. So I think so. What I can. What I'm seeing online is that Kinberg gave an inv- an update saying that he saw the second season as part one. Wait, whatever. He's up to, he'd like to, he has plans for a season three. Um, I saw in my hopes and dreams of season three. Um, we were working on season three scripts before the strike started and we're working on those scripts and the response to season two has been positive. Apple's been happy. So fingers crossed we will get a shot at season three. So they're writing scripts. So hopefully Apple TV will do it. We don't know. We got to see how the finale goes. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know what to expect. It's interesting with many science fiction shows. The end of a season is always building towards a conflict or a battle, and this feels like it's moving. It's. I mean, it's definitely not going there, right? It's going more towards. You know like what's a, a I feel like this show, you... this show has more conflict between humans than the humans versus the aliens. Like, I mean, I mean, look at Oklahoma. You know, it's pretty much the military versus our people. Yeah. I mean, we Instead rarely of... see an alien on this show, right? Yeah, no. We, we almost never see aliens on this show. Yeah, they're and not even the problem. 
this year they're mostly giant blob. We mostly saw the blobby out things. We didn't even yeah. mostly see the, uh, you know, the hunter killers that much. Really, yeah, we only, only saw them a couple the, times. We haven't seen them since. I mean, the kids haven't seen any since episode four, and Sarah. Well, maybe like Sarah and Anisha, maybe episode five, but. Um, oh, oh! One more thing happened this week that I can't believe I'm bringing this up because this is not the thing I usually go for. But how about when Casper and Jamila and Monty got into it? And Casper's like, oh, yeah, I know you're a, in love I with her. To, I want to bring that up. That was a great scene. Yeah, no, I just, I, go ahead. I was agreeing. Yeah, that was a great scene. Casper's like, I know you love her, and I'm sorry she doesn't love you back, but don't blame that on me. And I was like, yes, Casper, season one Casper never would have done that, right? Season one no. Casper would never say anything like that. And then he turns around and is like, yeah, sorry, Jan, you can't come with me. And she's like, but I want to. And yeah. he's like, yeah, too bad. <laughs> and she's like, I walked across, but, like, uh, Europe for you. And he's like, yeah, too bad. But the great thing about that is it's because of that conversation that Cass and Monty have privately that they have later when Monty's like, listen, he's like, you're right. He's like, and she doesn't care about me like that. And I do care about her. But you care about her, too. And don't do this. Like, you know, you, if you're going to go yeah. down with a ship, that you don't have to take her with you. And, you know, yeah. so I the, the whole the whole thing was great. It was great. I think he's wrong. I, I think Monty's wrong. I think Jamila's correct that she grounds him and she could be his tether to, whether he likes it or not, she is his tether who brings him back, right? Right. And while, like, I, while I agree with that, at the same time, Monty's not wrong in what he said though in yeah. his thought process because they don't know you know mm-hmm. right I feel like we know more because I don't know why we know more because yeah. we kind of don't know more but I feel like we do know more and we um, but yeah he's not uh, he's not wrong that it is dangerous and they don't know what to expect and they don't know I mean Monty has always Monty's always been suspicious like whose side are you on, Casper? Like, are you one of them? And, like, while he's not one of them, like, like, maybe Monty's not articulating it, but he's not wrong to feel like, have they infiltrated Casper's mind? Could Casper be working again? Like, right? Like, what's up with these kids who can talk to the aliens? That's some creepy shit. Monty's not wrong to be suspicious. And, And Monty in the father figure, like, caretaker role of his sister for so long that he's, like, he's been in, he's, like, in protector mode. Even though he was, like, bully guy, now he's protector guy. Yeah. This season. And he, you're right, he's not wrong. Um, He's, like, he's made his call, right? And I've made my call, which is, like, Casper needs Jamila. Um, but... But, yeah, Monty's right. Like, don't ask her to – I mean, he's not – Casper's not asking her to risk herself. She wants to risk herself, but Casper's saying no. I mean, meanwhile, the the adults are completely worthless, right? Like, that French nurse and that French doctor, like, they're completely worthless. Like, you'd think yeah. they'd be the ones being like, no, we can't. We have no idea what's going on. We need to be more careful. Like, those two are basically like, why are they even there? are totally spending for themselves, doing whatever they want, making all their decisions, solving everything. Like, that lady exists 
solely to look at the printout on the EEG while he's under. <laughs> She's completely worthless, <laughs> right? Like, what is her purpose? What is she even doing? And and like that that those two doctors, they have not made one discovery or said one thing. It's always the kids who are like, "Oh my God, this is a map of what you see in your dreams." Oh my God, this is what, like every single thing is solved by the children. Those adults have no purpose of being there at all. If yeah. these kids could hook up with Maya, we could like over take the aliens in like a day. Yeah, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, so this made me think of one unrelated thing. When Travante and Rose are in the basement and they find all the disappeared people in hospital gowns sitting in wheelchairs, like theater style was super weird, right? Like, on the one hand, yeah. I was like, I mean, I think they are having the same experience that Mitski's people are. They've encountered the aliens yeah. and they're catatonic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? But it's weird that the army sat them all barefoot in wheelchairs like they're watching a movie or something. Like, why aren't they in beds? Why are they, like, what? Like, I was like, what is this? Why are they in this, like, room? Uh... It was a little weird, right? The way they were set up. It made me almost wonder, like, did they put themselves here? Or does the army just keep them like this? But they're definitely having the same experience. Like, they must have, the aliens must have, if the aliens try to communicate with you, they're kind of locked in. They're, like, kind of locked in with the aliens. Like, it makes me wonder, like, if Casper and Mitski walked around a little bit in their, like, wherever they are in their, like, mind state, would they bump into these people? Yeah, I think like, so. Like, are they up there too, right? Yeah, there's definitely something to be explored there. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for next week. I mean, I'm bummed. I, 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 like, I don't want it to be the last episode, but I'm really excited for the last episode. We're going to have to wait yeah, for, I like, I mean, this is not coming to, Ever. like, at least... 12 months from now, right? They're still writing season three scripts now, and the actors are still on strike, so yeah. uh, this is going to time to come back for a while, but um, I'm excited. That's like, this show was something... a good discovery. There was what? something I read the other day, and I remember what pertained to us. It was, I remember I was about, telling Artie something. Oh, I, yeah, no, it was. There was something I wanted to tell you. Um, unless, I, I don't know, did I tell you next, last week maybe? Uh, well, good news, bad news for um, Strange New Worlds. Um, they have resumed writing um, since the writer's strike is over. Um, oh, you told I guess me last you know, week. Yeah, I did tell you. Nothing, okay. nothing till, so, yeah, they had so. just started writing when they went on strike, so they're barely yeah. begun. Nothing until 2024, right? Yeah. Well, no. no yeah. They're saying probably 2025. 2025. That's what, yeah. It'll take them at least. Yeah. This is sure. This is a long time to shoot and a lot of post-production. And yeah. post is going to be really backed up when all shows need post at the same time next year. Yeah, it's going to suck. So, <sighs> so, 
All right, so quickly, which House of Usher, what did you see this week? You had already seen Victory? Oh, I'm or done. Was this week, Victory? No, we fin- we're done. Oh, you, you finished the whole thing? You finished the whole thing? Oh, awesome. Uh, last, and? last night we – oh, it was amazing. Last night we blasted through the last three episodes. Did you guys all watch it or just you and Artie? Just me and Artie. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I feel it. like Poe is a thing that Alyssa would like. Yeah, well, she started watching it by herself and got scared. Um, <laughs> oh. um, I loved it, right? I, I loved. Uh, yeah, it know, was. I, um, it was great. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, you know, I liked as the episodes went on, you got more and more of, um, what's his name, Rod, Rod, Roderick, and Rod, Roderick, du- yeah. Dupin, Roderick and du- Dupin, yeah. um having their conversation and you got all that flashback about how they met in the past and how like Dupin was was like a was like a insurance investigator and like that whole like thing with the criminal case was like I loved that whole backstory. Um I, I really enjoyed every all those scenes and episodes. Like I didn't think yeah. I needed to see the prosecutor's motivation, but it really like it really, to me, um, made those scenes sitting in the Usher homestead, like the the current, like the only part, like it yeah. really lent a lot more drama to those scenes, right? Like yeah. I really oh yeah, I, I love the flashbacks. Way. I kept wanting more flashbacks because I wanted to know, you know, what happened, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I love the scenes. I love the scenes with uh, Carla, Carla Gugino with you know, oh, yeah. as we more we got to see her as Verna and what she, you know, to get the actual scenes and, and the deals and everything. And I love, I love the scene which she has with um, with Pim when she's, you know, she makes Pim the offer and he's like, you know what, I'm just gonna play the cards I'm dealt. I'm gonna, he's like, I appreciate it. He's like, but I'm just gonna play this out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Mark Hamill was like, I mean, Mark Hamill was a Mark revelation was in that role. He like wasn't Mark Hamill at all, right? Like, no. I mean, and his voice was not. I was like, that's not Mark. Hamill. His voice, and I was like, oh, he does so much voice work. Mark Hamill has done yeah. so much voice work in the last twenty years, right, or longer. Um, I love that character and the way that character is like, yeah, I'm gonna be my guy, and he kind of can't be bought. Like, he's the only guy. Like, he's a guy that you think is surely, like, sold his soul to the devil. In the end, he's the guy that, like, absolutely yeah. will not do it. And he's like, yeah, I'll take my chances. Um, so I didn't love all of Madeline's flashbacks because she was just a little too strident and a little too hard. But I get it. I get that she was a woman who didn't ever want to rely on a man or she resented, like, yeah. She was a woman ahead of her time and, like, was, like, had to live in a man's, was the biggest genius in the room, but had to be subjugated by men because of the time in which she was born, right? And I got all that. Um, And she's truly the bad guy of the show, right? Like, of the story. Like, if there's a bad guy, like, she led her brother down this trail to ruin pretty much. Like, I think, I think Verna, if she represents, if she's the devil, is not the bad guy. Like, because really... She's choice. She's free will. Yeah. Like, she... When she 
takes the granddaughter at the end, and she's like, listen, yeah. I want you to know what happens to your – she's like, there are parts of my job I love. This part brings me no joy. I don't want to do this. And she tries to make it as good as possible for yeah. the kid before she takes her life, right? Um, yeah. Madeline's the least sympathetic character to me. Like, Madeline makes choices that, like, I, I, like, I understand – being the smartest woman and, and not being able to be who you are because of the time you're born in, but she like, she brings a lot of ruin to her brother and others. And I think she think maybe Roderick didn't really know the deal he was making and didn't really. I think to. he did. I think, I, I think I, you're letting I, Roderick off the hook too much. I mean, you're, you're not okay. wrong about Madeline, I but I think you're, you're, I think you're giving all right. Roderick, too much credit. All right. Let me, let me, re, let me, ref, okay. I do, th- okay. But we can agree that Roderick did regret it in the end that he loved his children and regretted like what, what, like he, he rude yeah. what happened at the end. Like he wanted out of it because he didn't want to see all his children die. Madeline wanted out of it because Madeline wanted out of it. And Madeline tried to make, she convince her brother to commit suicide to save the rest of them. Yeah, right? that was. I mean, oh, actually, in, in that scene, when when he takes the pills mm-hmm. and quote unquote dies, I was like, oh yeah. shit! Like there was a part of me that thought that um, Dupin was talking to a ghost the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, like, was and, he, but I only felt he that way for thirty he... seconds because. <laughs> Because then Verna's like, nope, no loophole, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, Verna was like, nice try, but no. Verna's like, nice try, but not happening, yeah. Um, Which was pretty great. Um, You can't, I mean, you can't outwit the devil like that, sorry. Nice try. Um, But, yeah, I I just, like, I felt like Madeline, like, Madeline wanted out because Madeline just wanted to keep living and making money. Like, Madeline... I don't think she had any regrets about, like, like I feel like she fully, once she realized what was going on, she's like, yeah, they all have to die, whatever. Like, I don't think she, maybe I was letting Roderick off the hook too much. I Do you think I'm condemning Madeline too much? She really turns out to be, like, not a very nice person. No. No, Madeline, no. I mean, I gotta, I gotta say this, though. I really, I've never, the actress who uh, plays the younger version of her, I've never, mm-hmm. seen, I've, I'm not familiar with her, but I really enjoyed her. She, I enjoyed I her. She did, she did I, mean, I mean, everybody did a great job, but there was something about her, young, the younger version of Madeline that I really liked. Person. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying, the actress. I mean, I, I, I liked the young Madeline better until, like, you know, she's the one who hatches the plan to kill um, Fortunato, whatever that guy's name is, um, and she kills him in a way. So I know that, that it's great. the cask of a. I know it's the post story. It's the cask of Amontillado. That's how it goes. It it's a very cruel and horrible way to kill a per, right. Like if she wants, there there are ways to kill a person that are less sadistic, right? Like she chooses this way, and her brother goes. I mean, you're right. That's a moment where we, I like, I shouldn't let Roderick off the hook because they put put a live man behind a wall to die, right? Yeah. You die of dehydration. Um, that's pretty. They're pretty horrible. 
it was great. I mean, it was great because you're like, oh, I, you know, that's post yeah. stories. Um, so, well, they, you know, so through when, like, yeah. When, when I was saying when they made the deal though, you're definitely letting Roderick off the hook too much because when they made the deal, Roderick was the one who's like, I'm in. It's a deal. And, and Madeline was kind of like still undecided at that point, and she's oh, like, "Okay, right. yeah, sure." Yeah. Yeah, Roderick jumps right. right on that shit. He jumps right in. Yeah. Yeah, that's a deal made by young people who can't even conceive of their own death ever happening. Like it's so far in the distance, and can't conceive of having children and what it would mean to like, like. For childless people to make that deal is one thing. Like, a person with a child would never make that deal, probably, right? Right. Like, I don't know. Like, like if you have kids and the devil's like, you can be rich, but they all die when you die. You'd probably be like, no. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I'm just guessing that, like, like that's a, that, like, <laughs> Verna would have to, Verna would have to sell a different deal to people who have children. Probably. I don't know. Um... What did you, so I know we're kind of out of time, but quickly, so, like, most of the kids die pretty, like, it's pretty quickly. Like, you can see when it's coming, but it's all within, like, a day or a couple hours. Their deterioration and death happens rather quickly. Except yeah. for the oldest son, Roderick Jr., is that his name? The oldest son has uh, this, Frederick. like, Frederick. He has this, like, loss of his sanity slowly over, really, multiple episodes. Uh, and, and he he tortures his wife in a way that's really kind of uncomfortable to watch. Um, and it's like like that's a I don't even know which Poe story that I mean he gets crushed by the building in the end, but the like that was the, like, the um, real like uh, pit in the pendulum. Pit in the pendulum, right? Because the thing is like uh, Batman style. Oh, and did you catch? Um, did you catch the movie that they were watching at the beginning of that episode? No, what were they watching? I don't know. I don't know the name of the movie, but the character was like in that situation. There was like a swinging axe. Oh yes, yes, they, you're right. Yes, I remember that now. I watched it like two weeks ago now, a week and a half ago. Yes, you're right. That was in the movie. That was on the TV. Um, I mean, he basically starts doing coke, and he's all coked out for like two episodes. Yeah. Um. And and he so I I mean I have no experience doing like tons of coke for days on end, but <laughs> I don't know I don't know if it makes you pull all your wife's teeth out with pliers. It seemed a little extreme because he also was crazy and he also was being manipulated by the devil, like the de- like or Verna Choice, whoever she was, was making him do that also, right? Oh, and you know what else I loved? But, I mean, yes and no. In the last step. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I'm not sure that Verna was making him torture someone. I don't know that her, that she wanted, like, she wants them all to suffer and die. Like, or she wanted them all to die. See, and they kind of brought I on themselves. Yeah, they brought on themselves. They brought on they themselves. Died. I, I feel I don't like think... she gave them all opportunities to die yeah. more peacefully. They all died and horribly then, and they because never took it. of the choices they never took it. made. Yeah. Because, you know, like, like, and the first time I noticed it, um, was, well, I, well, I didn't think, I didn't think about it with Perry, but when, 
um, Cordelia is going, trying to break into the lab. She's like, and she's yeah. like, you don't have to be here. You shouldn't be here. You don't have yep. to do this. Yep. You don't have to be here. Yep. She gave her every opportunity to turn around and walk away. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she got mangled by the monkey because she didn't walk away. And it wasn't until that moment that I thought back to her conversation with Perry, where she gave Perry an opportunity to walk away. And of course he, he was like, no, he's like, this is my crowning moment. He's like, I'm going to, you know, finally get my yeah. daddy's respect because of this, you know, whole thing and everything. Like she gave each of them an opportunity um, with um, Napoleon. She gave him an opportunity. She's like, Oh no, that cat's already sold. He's like, ah, and he, you know, he threw his weight around and got that cat yeah. and died horribly. So yeah, yeah. She gave every one of them an opportunity to go peacefully and they all chose greed. Yeah. I, I mean, I, so there's that scene in, in when Perry is killed at the rave where, you know, she said, she whispers in, what's the white, the, uh, Frederick's wife is named, um, Morel. Is like Morel. I want to say Moana, Morel. She whispers in her ear and says, leave now. And, and, and yeah. Morel like has the urge to leave and she, and she, but she doesn't leave in time and she gets covered with acid also. Like she did try to save Morel. She yeah. kind of did because Morel survives. She doesn't get killed, right? She's one of the few people. Who... I, I would have rather been dead. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. She didn't take the advice, but she, so, I mean, she didn't intend to kill while she didn't mind killing hundreds of innocent people, for some reason she 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 tried to save this one person, Morel. And then later, like I felt like like Verna didn't intend for Morel to be tortured in the way she was. No. But she didn't. I don't know. Like, why did she try to save this one person and not everybody else who's at the rave? I don't know. I'm overthinking it. And then allow her to later be yeah. like, I felt like, I felt like bringing about Frederick's downfall was the goal. And she didn't really want necessarily other people to be harmed in the process. Right. Yeah. I mean, granted, granted Victorine does murder her partner also. Like this. I love that episode. That was a good episode. I mean, I, they all have their faults. Really, the I mean, Roderick says many times, my granddaughter is the best of us. She's a good person. She's yeah. the purest. She's the only good usher. And she is kind of, in the end, the one person that 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 Verna ensures a peaceful death. Yeah. Oh, that was the I thing thought she might like, make it. Know. I really thought she might make it. <laughs> but then, but then I, I realized, like, I thought she might make as soon as she, you know, when when she gave laid out the deal, as soon mm-hmm. as she said bloodline, I said, yeah. "Oh shit!" I was like, "Lenore's I, gonna die." Yeah. Too. I mean, before that moment, I thought she'd make it. Like when all of his children were dying, yeah. and he and he had he had, and already Roderick had said more than once, "She's the best of us." I thought she'd make it, but you're right. As soon as it becomes clear it's the bloodline, then you know she can't. This poor kid and, can't and, escape. And, and the um, when uh, she's laying the when she's laying the plan, uh, you know the deal out. Before that, I thought that um, 
I thought the kids were dying because of the mole, because the the bullshit story oh, yeah. about one of the kids was the mole. Mm-hmm. I thought they were dying to protect because of you know because of the whole protection thing and making sure that you were ne- you know never going to get caught, always look through the cracks and all that and everything. I thought that's what I thought the deal was, and because they didn't she didn't know who the mole was, they had to, she had to kill them all. Yeah. Until then, later we see the rest of the deal. Then it's like, oh well. That had nothing to do with it. So I I agree with you that I, I guess I, I I really thought it was the mole, um, particularly early on, um, and that they're all dying because the mole. And if it appeared supernatural, was the mole part of that? Um, and I hadn't I, you know maybe someone who was a greater student of Poe or of Gothic horror might have said right away, oh it's a deal with the devil, but I I didn't. That's not where my brain went right away in the first episodes. Oh, yeah. No, I knew she was the devil right away, especially because yeah. of the whole thing with the ravens and everything. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Something else I loved in this last episode was all the, the quote. Was a, well, yeah, it was all the quotes. I mean, there was a couple other times oh, yeah. throughout the, the, series, the series. But all, like, I mean, she complete. what was it? Um, I mean, he... Um, Roderick reads the, the, the first verse uh, you know, of um, of the Raven. Yep. And then, uh, oh, that was great with his text message. His text message said, nevermore. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, what was, oh, I forget, her, her little, her, her whole spiel at the end there. Oh, yeah. I think it was when she was talking at the end. I think, yeah, I think it was when she was talking to, uh, what's his face, uh, to Tim, and I forget what story yeah. she was quoting, but, um, yeah, I just, I loved all those little, extra little things that they, he got yeah. in there, so. Yeah. Yeah, overall, quite the, quite, quite the final chapter for Mike Flanagan on Netflix, and I cannot wait oh, yeah. for The Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. And I haven't read that book, and I'm looking forward to it, like, even... And I haven't seen, you know, the previous uh, things that adaptations, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it also. And I have to say, um, I'm surprised. So you know that I'm not... I'm a horror wimp. I like some horror, but I'm also pretty wimpy, and I get scared by certain things and don't want to watch it. And I, I was never really by this, and I'm surprised to hear you say that Alyssa, is she a bigger horror wimp than I am? Oh, she's a she's a wuss. Is she really? I'm just surprised. The, just just the, no, just the notion that it could be, like, she'll, you know, we can watch scary stuff together, she's fine, but she can't do it by herself. <laughs> oh. And if there's even oh, a hint well. of it being scary, then she's like, uh, yeah. If she's done, Yeah. I mean, there was a, there was a couple. Of, I mean, there was a couple of jump scares here and there in, in the show, but nothing really. There were, and 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 you know, if, like the possessed cat was kind of scary. Like, if there's something in this that was scary, like a possessed cat to me is kind of scary. And she actually has yeah. posted on Facebook that she thinks your actual cat is possessed, right? Um. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a nice point. Mm. I've never hated an animal in my life till now. You guys don't like that cat, huh? He's a problem. Oh. He's not fitting in. She's an, she's an asshole. She is a she is an asshole. 
she will look at you and smack something off the counter. Aw. Well, can't yeah. do that, but, you know, you know, yeah, Susan no, Warren she looks says, right at you and goes, yeah, she... Aw, <laughs> oh, poor thing. She needs to calm yeah. down. Well, anyway, yeah, I was surprised that you just said Alyssa was too scared by it because I'm a wimp and I didn't find it to be, like... I thought, like, the, it was a fun scary, not a scary scary. The skit, you know. Loved it. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, all right. So, this week. next week we got the same slate of shows, but it'll be the last invasion. Yep. So, we'll be um, yes. cutting back one show after next week. All right. Yep. Great. All right. All right. So, Great talk so to you as our always. next podcast. Our next podcast is on Halloween, next Tuesday, the 31st. Really? I'm, gonna, I'm at work costume, even though you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next Tuesday's Halloween night. Uh, but we start at 10. All the kitties should be stopping, ringing the bell by then. Yeah. So Alrighty. I will see you for a spooky podcast next Tuesday. There we go. Special spooky podcast. All right. All right. All right. Costumes. All right. See Thank you, next you week, everybody, AJ. for listening. We'll do it again next week. Have a great week, everyone. Good night. <laughs>